Episode 4, Winter. I'm Jack, and I'll be playing Ron, the mundane. And uh, Ron is Winston's stepfather and the owner of Mini Notes. Uh, Ron used to run the local mechanic shop, but uh, that's how he met Asti and her son, Winston. Ron offered them to stay the night, uh, you know, in the back office while he worked on their car. And, and two months later, Ron and Esty were married. The two of them raised Winston together. But ten years ago, Esty left for groceries and never came back. Since then, Ron has tried to be the best stepfather he can for Winston, uh, even if he doesn't understand everything that's going on. Uh, you know, about the video games or the internet. Ron sold the old shop and opened up a gaming cafe, you know, for Winston to hang out with with his friends. The only thing Ron likes as much as taking care of Win is cooking on his grill. Oh man, I guess a killer chicken and burgers. My name is Taylor Johnson and I will be playing Winston the Spooky. Winston spends all of his time online playing games, keeping up on trends, and making friends with otherworldly spirits that have imbued him with supernatural powers. Winston doesn't understand the true force of his powers because they are still new. Not wanting to let his powers go to waste, Wynn and his friends have gone on a few hunts trying to save locals in Waukegan, Illinois, but nothing too major. Now, with the winter months in full effect, Wynn spends more time killing monsters online than in real life. But that doesn't stop him from staying in contact with his mysterious friend. I'm Cole Burkhart, and I'll be playing Imagine the Divine. Imagine, or imagine eternity, and thou shall not feel afraid, as their angel friends call them, was born from the breath of a dying god. Imagine and two others were born, and Imagine was sent forth to Earth to inhabit the body of a dying woman. While Imagine doesn't remember their siblings, they are aware that they were sent to help find the hunters who would help save the world from darkness that killed their own god. But while on Earth waiting for that fight, they happen to find out how cool video games are and spent all of their time at mini nodes with their new friends. I'm Shelby, and I'll be playing Chet the Flake. Uh, and uh, Chet is a local stoner burnout that loves knives, dog. Like, if it isn't a knife, Chet is not interested. If it isn't a knife, why, why the heck are you showing it to Chet? Uh, when he's not buying new knives or sharpening his old ones, he hangs out at mini nodes and sometimes goes on monster hunts with the crew there. These four amateur hunters spend their time in the cyber cafe of mini nodes. During this ice cold night in Waukegan, Illinois, Ron, Winston, Imagine, and Chet defend themselves from their greatest enemy to date boredom. So the four of you are in a field and the zombie horde is quickly encroaching on you. Uh, the fence that you had set up as a barricade has just been knocked down and over the hill you see two master vampires coming your way. Guys, the master vampires are coming our way! Quick, the fence isn't holding! Get out! The big guns! 
I've got a grenade launcher. I just pull a bazooka from like nothing space. Ready. You guys, right. I think I think I'm running the wrong way. Which which way is the, the, no, the no, grenade you have launcher? To go the other way. We're going east. To the right. Oh, grenade. okay. I see it now. No. Gr- grenade is X. You have to press X. Oh, why am I failing at this? No. <laughs> Come on. We got this. Winston throws a grenade. It was definitely not the right spot. It hits Ron <laughs> in his back. And Ron just explodes. Oh, guys! Oh. You don't see uh, Ron die in front of you. Oh, God, I'm so grounded. Imagine <laughs> does pull out a bazooka, however, and shoots one of the uh, large groupings of zombies coming your way. But before they can uh, reload it, one of the master vampires is on top of them, sinking their teeth into them. What are you going to do, Chet? He reaches past his rippling muscles to the enormous knife on his back, like, think cloud, and... Hurls it two-handed towards the master vampire on Imagine's back. Winston, you've just seen your father die from an ill-placed grenade. What are you doing? (laughs) This is my moment. I am taking the biggest of big guns, and it's going to Mm -hmm. ruin everything. (laughs) And I'm taking aim. And I sneeze at the last possible second and point it directly at the ground in front of me. (laughs) You throw a giant two-handed sword and it's like moments away from uh, saving Imagine as they're like before they get bit by a master vampire. And then you see the sword slowly disintegrate as Winston has shot essentially the the BFG from Doom (laughs) in front of you. And it just like vaporizes Uh. all of you. And you all hear the uh, too familiar sound of a game over screen as you find yourself sitting in the Mini Notes Cafe having a fun night on this cold winter night. Uh, I can't. You know guys, I think that. we did pretty well that time. Yes, we we almost made it. Rami got I, vaporized like again. I am so sorry. Um No, don't you did, you did like really good this time. I think we're a good team. Are you perhaps catching a cold? We we can't have you doing that. We need you at peak physical performance for these video games. I don't know. I think I sort of freaked out when I killed my dad. It's okay, son. It's I like I, I I'm here with you and I'm just so happy that you're trying. How about I'll go on back and make everyone sandwiches. Uh what kind of Doritos we all like? Cool ranch, nacho cheese? Oh, those like the ones in like the Oh man, the ones in the purple bag. Cooler ranch. That's cooler ranch. I got. Yeah. I got those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll step in back and uh, go make everyone sandwiches. Imagine whenever you're playing games, are you in like angel form or like human form? I think when I get like really laser focused, I do tend to get a little bit more angely. I feel like when I am super duper concentrating on a video game, I tend to get a little like halo effect around me. It's getting a little late. It's real cold outside. It's winter. You live in Waukegan, Illinois. So the uh, winters there are pretty, pretty brutal. And most of you have just kind of decided that you should kind of do an all nighter. And so you guys have just been grinding out games. Ron's been, you know, making sandwiches for the groups and you switching up between games. And it's getting to be, uh, it's getting to be a little late. And you are trying to figure out what game you should be playing next. I vote World of Warcraft. Uh. We could do a fun raid. I could pull some monsters while everyone goes aggro. It'll be fine. That sounds like... A better idea than the last one, because I can't blow everyone up. Yes, friendly fire is a godsend. 
well, I'll tell you, yeah, and I'm yelling this uh, kind of from the kitchen area. Uh, I got an old set of dominoes. We could uh, we could do a little round robin. I, if you don't know how to play, I can teach you. Dominoes. Yeah, it's it's super great. You just kind of line up the little dots. I'll I'll teach you how to play. It'll be great. Dominoes, anyone? Like the pizza place? Oh, cheese. Yeah, cheese. <laughs> Like what goes on pizza. Oh, man, I could <laughs> fuck with some Domino's. Let's do it. I'll pull up the app. And in I walk in with an assortment of sandwiches and Doritos. <laughs> I'm going to close the app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, Winston, what was, what was the game that you said? I didn't suggest a game. I suggested said- anything that I can't kill us all in immediately. <laughs> okay. What's Chet's suggestion? Chet wants to play Stardew Valley. Oh, hell yeah. I could go ham on some Stardew. A bit bright for my taste, but all right. You guys are all sitting there trying to argue about what game to play, and Winston, you had pulled up the, the Domino's app, but you put it away once you saw your stepdad, Ron, like had gotten you like food. It pops up a notification saying that delivery en route. Oh. And it has an ETA of five minutes from now. Oh, dear. What seems to be the issue? I think I ordered it. We're uh, gonna have pizza anyway, I guess. Man, how is that an issue? I guess it's not. These sandwiches will keep, right? Well, like, also, pizza just keeps, too. Either of them will keep. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine, Winston. It's quite all right. I have, like, half a sandwich in my mouth going, Oh, yeah, I'll go to the aluminum foil. It'll be great. <laughs> so, uh, wh- uh, 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 when, when would you order? I saved our, our usual order, the one, um, that one medium, um, all white pizza with the extra cheese, and then the meat lovers one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also a bowl of pasta. I, I think that's just great. You you know, I, I like it that you, you kind of think of everybody. You're taking care of everybody's needs just like I taught you. All right, well, let's... Uh, <laughs> let's uh... You notice that there's one more pizza on the order. Neither you or Ron have ordered this pizza in years because it is a Hawaiian pizza. Ugh. But yeah, none of you ordered it, but you would get it because it was Winston's mom's favorite pizza. Oh. None of you have ordered it, like, ever since. I need to email somebody real quick, because I think think they just hacked into my phone. Uh, you know, I, I understand that, you know, most most uh, boys your age uh, do get experimental, but I told you to stay off those sites. They can get in on your phone. Have I not showed you how to set up a VPN yet, Winston? It's very helpful. Is that is that like a rotary phone? Maybe it's like a Domino special. I think my friend, the one that I, the one that I email all the time, have I told you? I haven't told. So I have a friend. They're not. I don't know where this friend is in terms of plane. Um. So I, I think they might have just ordered something. It was a. It was um. It was mom's order. Mom's order that oh. she usually got. Oh. Oh, geez. So the 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 Hawaiian pizza, the the ham and the pineapple. Yeah. That oh she 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 knew we hated that. That's why she ordered it. She get a whole whole pizza to herself. Been been a while since I thought about that unholy combination. So you you say you say you have a friend who uh like did you share your pizza password with the friend? No. I've never given them any of my passwords. Oh, you got Because gotta, that's I, a bad idea, Ted. Ted, you haven't given anyone your passwords to anything, right? You you know me I I don't uh, I don't even have a cell phone with passwords you you turn on my computer for me still that's true I do <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're kind of the keeper there but uh, I you know I'm sure maybe it was just a mistake maybe we'll we'll deal with it when the 
when the pizza guy comes. I just, uh, I, I'm going to go uh, back in back and do some dishes. Don't, don't worry about me. Oh. Are you fearful that your friend will be purchasing more through your phone? Maybe? I might be a little worried. I'm just going to send a quick email. It should be fine. You get a uh, notification that says that your driver is uh, arriving soon. Please wait outside. Wait outside? I mean, that's wait just what outside? it you know, it says that on, you know, does on track apps. Not uh, like wait outside. I don't know. Maybe maybe not that scary. I think it does actually say be prepared, but like, all right, yeah. be, be fucking prepared. The pizza man's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of a box, and then the next picture is the box open. There's a gun in it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm the pizza man. Fuck, that's a good character. All right, pivot the whole story. Right, We're now doing pizza, pizza man. man. You get a notification that says, please be prepared in or outside of your house. You're choosing. The pizza man is coming soon. You know, these apps are getting real specific here. It's uh, feed engineering. Who is going outside and waiting for the czar? I shall come with you. It's not too cold out. It is freezing, but that's fine. Again, I'm just in like a tank top and shorts. Now let's go hang and wait for the pizza man. Just a big warm welcome, y'all. I'm wearing a full trench coat. From the kitchen, I'm just yelling, don't forget your jackets! <laughs> wait, imagine! You, yes. Do you need a jacket? Uh, I do not require one, no. Okay, well then just, uh, I guess, uh, huddle up. Huddle up out there. Chet does Will not do. have on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine Winston and Chet are all going to go outside and wait for the pizza. Mm-hmm. Y'all go outside, and so we're going to deal with Ron real quick. Ron, you hear the door close behind the three of them, and you're in the uh, dish pit washing dishes. I and mean, everyone knows that Ron keeps a tidy kitchen, so there Absolutely. definitely wasn't any dishes to wash. Uh, you are just uh, running water because, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to to hide uh, any sort of uh, emotion. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> thinking about uh, Wynn's mom, thinking about that pineapple pizza. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to exit the area so yeah I'm, I, I mean i'm washing a dish but it was already clean over the thoughts of lost in your head uh, you hear a a sound coming from the uh door behind you but what's weird about it is that door behind you is just like a pantry closet but it sounds like there's some uh 8-bit music coming from it okay uh then i would like to uh as as i look at all the the rules out in front of me i'd like to investigate a mystery all right, Ron, investigate uh, Mr. Roll 2d6 and add sharp. So I get a six. As soon as you hear the noise behind you, you want any distraction to get out of your current uh, state of mind and thoughts. So you immediately just open the door. And even though in the back of your head, you do know that you do not have a basement, you then walk down the steps to a basement. Oh, oh geez. You're just very interested in what the source of the noise is, and uh, you're not really trying to think of anything else because you're literally just blocking everything else out from, instead of thinking about your dead ex-wife. We go outside to the three of you waiting. It's very cold. Imagine does not feel any of it. Winston does have a, a giant trench coat on. It's still pretty cold. And then Chet definitely doesn't have any shoes on, and he will never tell anybody that he desperately, desperately needs help and shoes. No, absolutely not. <laughs> 
He just wants to feel that connection to the earth. You all see a old beat up station wagon come down the road with what looks like to be like one of those dominoes, like uh, car toppers on it. I like raise up my lighter to like kind of try to flag him down. <laughs> I see the lighter and go, oh, here, I have something better. And just like pull from a uh, pocket dimension my a big silver fuck off trident and start waving the car down. <laughs> hey, nice. Imagine that's a good idea. <laughs> Roll manipulate somebody. Roll plus charm. Oh, good. I've got a idea of one in charm. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Let's see how you waving a trident at a random person goes. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a three. Do you like hold the trident and you start waving it and then it doesn't seem like they're doing anything and you're like, hold on, let me get their attention better. And then you just jump, not like outrageously high in the air, but definitely higher than most humans can jump, <laughs> especially due to the fact that Imagine spends all of their days just sitting and playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> so they do like eight foot leap in front of them. I've got a ver- an eight foot vertical well, it's, leap. It's like eight, <laughs> yeah, like you're jumping like eight foot forward, not up in the air necessarily. So yeah. however, however high you'd have to do that for whatever physics and shit. And you just like jump and like are waving the trident in front of them. <laughs> And then they just speed up and hit you. No! <laughs> what? <laughs> and you take two harm. Yeah! As a car hits you, and then they go, you see Imagine get hit, they fly off to the side, and then the, the station wagon like slows down, and you see a window roll down, and they throws out the pizza order, and then just speeds off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, imagine raises a shaky thumbs up from the ground. From afar, I would like to pop their tires with my mind, because I think I can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roll weird. That's a nine. And so it's like driving away from you, you pop the front passenger tire and it then starts to swerve because you know even though the roads have been uh, salted and everything it's still pretty slippery so they start to swerve going across the street and as you're watching this happen you see them start to go off into like a little ditch and hit like the patches of snow that are built up on the side and right before you see it crash in there you see a quick flash that looks like your mom and then it's gone oh no as you see it hit the snow wall but you're not a hundred percent sure if your mom got hit or if it was just like, you know, a mirage. Oh, uh, dear. Oh. Did we all see that? No, just Winston. Okay. But you all did see the car wreck after Imagine oh. got hit and then Winston <laughs> popped it with his uh, mind powers. Perhaps my body may have damaged the vehicle in some way. No, guys, that was definitely me. And I think I just really fucked up that car oh no oh. yeah chat what are you doing i'm going to see if how imagine's doing hey hey imagine you doing all right oh yes I'm- i take my crystal and i press it to their palm and try to heal them so you don't have any uh no okay great so you're gonna roll use magic and take an additional minus two. Oh no I got a four to heal them with my... You try to heal Imagine. Chet doesn't have any magical powers, but Imagine is an angel, so, like... I am purely magic. So you, you, like, just try to summon the force of magic, and weirdly enough, even though you thought this was a bullshit crystal, it is still a conduit for power and energy. So you just cycle a bunch of magic from Imagine into you because you're trying to heal but the crystal like makes it go cross. And so 
healing energy comes out of Imagine through the crystal and then turns into harming energy and you get blasted and you take two harm. <laughs> oh no. As you are just now on the ground next to the thrown out pizza. As I'm helping Chet up from the ground, if Grand Theft Auto has taught me anything, if no one is around to see the crime, we did not commit it. So perhaps we should just go back inside. Yeah. We should. We should definitely go inside. Oh, dear God. Um, Should I at least get their insurance information? They did definitely hit a human. Or, well, not human, but I mean, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Well... It might be good to go over and see if they are okay. We do not have to admit fault to it, uh, considering your special abilities. Oh, I was not going to admit fault um, because they hit you. So Yeah, I think I they figured... did a bigger crime. <laughs> and also, our pizza is now like definitely cold because it was thrown out of the window onto the ground. So I'm a little... I'm actually a little mad. I'm going to actually start walking towards the car. I will follow after. Yeah, Chad will follow too, but he will start eating one of the pieces of pizza before it gets cold. Did y'all scoop up all the uh, the pizza? Chad did, absolutely. So yeah, you go to the station wagon. What are you doing? Are you going up and like storming into the station wagon, trying to pull him out? You're going to call for him? Like, what's the plan? I'm going to just open up the driver's side door. In general, just so I can get a good look at this person, make good eye contact with them and probe their brain a little bit with telepathy and just figure out a little bit what is happening for them and also possibly wipe their mind of everything that they have just seen. Really, that seems like the best possible plan. Wipe this whole delivery off their mind. First thing you're going to do is an act under pressure for like rolling up in there and like trying to slam them out the door. And then depending on that, I will get you to do a weird roll for your telepathy, but we got to see if they act under pressure. That is eight. You like open up the door. You like try to pull them out. When you do, you realize that they have their seatbelt on still. They were just kind of little dazed from the uh, hit and they hadn't really started to try to get themselves out. So you try to pull them out and they're like, oh, and then they just choke a little bit and then you feel bad and then you realize that they still messed up your pizza and you pull them again. Oh, and then so, but it's <laughs> no. like a little back and forth until eventually the guy's like, just let me fucking get my belt off. And so he takes his belt off and he does get out and like, but he has his hands up. He's not like trying to be aggressive towards you. He's, he's pretty confused, especially too, because now that he sees Imagine is with you because they just had a giant, I'm assuming you still have the trident. I think I may have, I think I let it dissipate okay. when I got hit, um, but I am definitely like sun's out, guns out, like flexing a little bit. He sees three internet cafe nerds like who are still a little intimidating, I'm not saying you're not, but still like fucking flex them down as someone Aquamaned his car and then his car wrecks and then you guys are now attacking him. Because keep in mind, he doesn't understand that you use mind powers to explode yeah. his car or anything. We're not. We're Oh, attacking him. Yeah. We, for all yeah, he knows, you can do if you want if you try to do the mind probe, you can. So I'm just going to stare at him directly <laughs> into this person's brain. Everything you just saw. Just forget about it. Just forget the whole thing. Oh yeah, so give me a, a weird roll. That's an eight. You use your, your powers to like just tell him to forget everything. He's just staring back in at you. The weird thing about like the way some of your powers work is you can clear people's minds out, but you do it's not that it like goes in your head, you remember it, but like as you're clearing stuff out, sometimes thoughts like come through that you're doing that with. But what's uh, crazy about this time that you do is every time like you move out of thought all you hear is a voice saying play play play, play, 
play. All of his thoughts are cleared out, and then he just like kind of like shakes his head and gets in his car and like starts to like drive away. And he is just so intent on driving <laughs> forward because of like you told him to like get in his car and leave. He's not even like paying attention to the fact like he's just driving on a brim down the road. <sighs> oh. Can I hold on to the back of his bumper and prevent him from leaving? Yeah. Cool. Roll tough? Yeah, that's what he's uh, just roll tough. A nine. Okay, great. So you are able to hold it, but you can tell that like you have a grip on it and it's kind of stopped it because uh, his car, like the car tire and the front isn't there, but like you can't hold it forever. He's just kind of has his foot on the gas. So he's still oh, trying he's to- he's just hydroplaning? Yeah, so he's just like hydroplaning, but you're like holding the back of his car. Oh, I'm probably just getting covered in yeah. snow. Maybe we should, I don't know. Oh, God. Would you like me to allow him to leave? Probably. Or would you pref- Probably. All right, cool. I let go. <laughs> you let go, and then he, like, weaves back and forth a little out? bit. It doesn't skid Like, it, it weaves back and forth, but then eventually, like, kind of gets on a path forward, and he just starts to uh, drive away, as Chet is, like, probably now on his probably third slice of pizza. Yeah, absolutely. He's just <laughs> holding the big stack. And, he, I mean, Chet wasn't doing anything. He's just like, yeah, all right. Y'all, let's get inside. If he's just getting cold, you're all definitely feeling pretty chilly. Let's go back inside. Yes, let's. You go inside, back into mini nodes, and you guys have some pizza. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. You guys, where's my dad? Uh, in the kitchen, I believe. Yo, Ron, pizza. Ronald. Yo, Ron. I'm gonna pizza. just walk towards the Ronathan. kitchen. Ronathan. That's now canon. Ron is short for Ronathan. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a traditional Polish name, okay? <laughs> okay, so you're walking back to the kitchen. Are you doing anything as you're doing that, or are you just going back there? Something I'm imagining just sort of in general feels weird to me about the fact that there's only... I've been here a lot. There's not a whole lot of places to go from the kitchen. There's really a pantry, and that's about it. And also, we would have responded. You would yeah. have responded so yeah, to as us you're walking calling up, to him. Uh, so... Roll, read a bad situation. Alrighty. That's a solid six there. You start to hear sounds coming from the back of the kitchen. It's around where the pantry's coming from, and you, you scream for your father, Ron, one last time. You hear him scream from downstairs, go, Hey, yeah, son, uh, come on down. You just are just like, okay, and you just walk down. Shh. Sure. You definitely know you don't have a basement, but you also like aren't just, it's not clicking at all with you. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, dad's down the basement. And you I guess we there. got a basement then. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine and chat. I, I like to think it takes us entirely too long to realize that Winston and Ron are gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'd say it's definitely like both of you probably sat down and you started playing some Stardew Valley. Eventually, like one of you reached for uh, maybe another slice of pizza or something, and then realized like, oh wait a minute, like where's Winston and Ron? Yeah, imagine like where is Ron and Win? Perhaps the kitchen. Maybe Ron needed some assistance. Uh, shall we go see if they're all right? Yeah. All right. I head straight to the kitchen. Same. Do you want us to both read a bad situation? One of you just roll it, and then we'll just see. One of you choose to. Chet's like he's he's kind of in tune with what's going on. He's ready to check it out. Let's see. Eleven. Chet walks back there and sees the uh, pantry door open, and immediately is thinking about uh, how he wants to go slam down on some little debbies that he knows are definitely mm-hmm. back there. And he walks back and sees that there's steps going down, and is immediately like, "Wait a minute, there's." 
no little debbies, so something is up. <laughs> so you get to you can hold three on read a bad situation um, but what would you like to uh kind of check out now that you're on the case of where the fuck are my little debbies what is the biggest threat are there any dangers we haven't noticed and what's the best way to protect the victims you realize that there's some uh some sounds coming from the basement and it sounds like the threat is just like the fact that there has never been a basement before this there's definitely a huge threat and it's just because like what the implication of this mean because uh, you know, as we talked about, all of you do have some understanding. There's monsters and stuff out there. Obviously, you know, like a mansion is is an angel. Winston <laughs> has a like a spooky friend on the internet. The four of you have come up against some stuff like that. So you think one of the threats is whatever's causing this to happen. It doesn't seem like there is any like immediate danger, as in like something's like coming to attack or something like that. But it does just seem like the source of this is is concerning. And uh, right now, I'll kind of let you hold on that the, the victim question once you kind of get some more of it. But you do okay. hear that Ron and Winston are down in the basement. Yo, yo. <laughs> I suppose, and maybe, like, I, I don't know if I can ask this, but can I hear Chet upstairs? Or is that giving away secrets? Well, yeah, I, I, are y'all going to go check into the basement, or...? So, I, I speak into the basement. Yo, yo, imagine. All right. So there's, yeah, you gotta check this out. All right, all right, number one, no little Debbies at all. <laughs> oh, bummer. Number two, like, imagine you gotta check this out. Uh, Did we, like, always have stairs? Well, I'm not exactly uh, an expert on, on art attack. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a glitch? Yo, secret stairs! Uh, perhaps, oh, perhaps we unlocked a, uh, an extra level. Oh, dog. Yeah. Oh, man. Sh well, shall we, shall we descend? Yeah, yeah, dog, let's descend. <laughs> you descend down them stairs as you get down there you see uh, light coming off of four arcade machines standing down in there Ron and Winston are each standing in front of a different one in Ron's hand is you all know it's his favorite chef's knife uh, he always talks about you know a, a good cook is only as good as his blade and he's always you know sharpened up he's had it for years um, and he's holding that in his hand and it's like has a light glow and then Winston is standing in front of another arcade machine right next to his father and Winston has a uh, this like quill feather that he likes to wear and, and hats and stuff like that it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely like way too much for every outfit he puts it on <laughs> but that's never gonna stop him and he's standing in front of that and like it's the quill in his hand is, is lit up I want to go over and like wave my hand in front of Ron's face. Uh, Ron does not seem to be responding currently. Can I go over and try to lay on hands? Yeah. I rolled a nine, so it's gotta be good. My cool is one, so it's a 10 total. Who are you laying on hands to? Ron. I think I try and like take the knife from Ron's hand, and as I do, I also cast Lay on Hands. You, like, are trying to grab the knife and, like, take it out and cast Lay on Hands, and you cast mm -hmm. Lay on Hands on Ron, and he didn't seem like he had been damaged at all, and you, so you have, like, one hand on Ron and one hand on the knife, and then the hand on the knife as you uh, cast Lay on Hands into that, it lights up a little brighter and then goes dim as your hand glows. Imagine on the day they came to Mini Nodes, they found, like, a piece of a Super NES, like, Super Scope Cannon, uh, and they just thought that it was amusing and then like 
stumbled into MIDI nodes and all of you told them like what it was and then that's how they found out about video games because they're like you're like, oh yeah, it's part of like an old controller for video games, and there's like, what is video games? They've kept that scope ever since then, so Imagine grabs the butcher knife in Ron's hand, and like I said, it lights up, and then the light goes into Imagine's hand, and then travels down their body to the pocket that they keep the scope in as the scope starts to glow. Hmm, well I pull that out. <laughs> you pull that out, and then uh, one of the two unoccupied machines, only Imagine is seeing this kind of, but like, starts to glow a similar glow to your scope. Huh. Uh, Chet, perhaps we are meant to play these. These are like definitely hypnosis machines, dog. Like, I mean, like maybe what, what games, what games are they? Does it, do they have names on them? Like the screen light that's coming off of it is just kind of like white. You don't see anything on the screen and they just look like generic non-labeled arcade machines. But like you said, like there's a but it, you do hear like different gaming noise. And as you're trying to look around on that, Chet, uh, when he was younger, one of his grandparents gave him um, a shield that they got from the Renaissance Festival because they knew Chet liked weapons. But as everyone knows, Chet is only using blades. So Chet broke the shield, but then realized like they could use it as like a cool bandolier to hold all their knives on that won't stab them because Chet has been stabbed numerous times by his own blades. Yeah. And the, um, so that half of the shield that you use as a blade holder that, you know, is usually like wrapped around your back, that begins to glow. And in the same way that where Imagine saw, um, a, a similar color of their glowing item, you see the uh, fourth arcade machine glow as well. Oh man, like, all right, legit Imagine. Okay, I, d I do like totally still think they're hypnosis machines, but like I was kind of just low key jealous that everybody else had a glowing thing and I didn't <laughs> have a glowing thing. So like, let's like let's like do this. I feel like it's like we're the chosen one or something. I'm down. Let's go. Well, I can say without a fact I do know who the chosen ones are. Oh, um, oh, oh, right, tight, tight, tight. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Yes. So do you, do, you, do you stand in front of the arcade machines? Yep. That's I absolutely why. do. Uh, the two of you stand in place like Winston and Ron. You kind of like snap out of it. You're all kind of looking at each other. And then the screen in front of you turns on. Okay. Just stay focused. You can do this. What's the worst that can happen, you know? As long as they don't expect... Oh, dip. Is this thing on already? Hey, everyone. It's me, the fighter. No. Um... How about the protector? No, that's too close. Um, I should have picked this name out already, huh? Hey everyone, it's me, the Undecided. I'm just so gosh darn happy that you decided to come on this quest. It really means the world to me. <laughs> uh, I know it doesn't make any sense why that's funny to me, but you'll get it soon enough. So all you need to do is take all those glowy things you have and just step up to these sweet arcade machines and I'll do the rest. All of them say, welcome player one, welcome player two, welcome player three, and welcome player four. This feels like a terrible idea. Let's do oh, it. This is most certainly a trap. Oh man, why don't I get to be player one? Got God, is this an internet thing, guys? Sure is this thing, dad. Sure. Is this a prank show? In some form. We are getting punked, Dad. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. Ah, this is some Benny Hill crap here, I can tell you. I'm just along for the ride, man. I, what buttons, A? All right, so Chet steps up and starts hitting buttons. Uh, so I, I, I take the knife and I start, like, poking the joystick. 
With, but with the knife, I yeah. do not touch it. Ron is also interacting with the machine. I'm gonna try and find a start button. All right. Or Ima press A. Imagine walks up and starts hitting the button. Winston. Gonna press A. You press A <laughs> around each of you and your arcade machines. A circle of power appears and the screen turns on one more time. Oh, and thanks for traveling to another dimension just so I can hang out with my friends. Oh, damn, I was supposed to give the cryptic and ominous message after everyone teleported. Dang, is there a way to go back and fix that? As you hear that, all of you immediately are sucked into the arcade machines in front of you. Cool. Oh, jeez. I knew it was a goddamn trap. You're falling through a digital, like, pitfall. Things are passing around you, pixelated images, and, and they are, like, slowly advancing in, within, like, technology to where you see things look more realistic, a little bit of Uncanny Valley stuff as you're just flying around. What are you all doing? Enjoying the ride. I'm trying to fall with style and failing. So Winston's <laughs> just, like, trying to hold, like, a blade landing pose, but, like, the wind just keeps, like, blowing him. Here's what I want to do. I want to sprout wings to slow my descent because I'm not trying to carry anyone. I think I just do it. Yeah, you all see, imagine they sprout their wings. It's way larger than you've ever seen Imagine's wingspan. And then a gust of wing like just hits all of you, sending you off of the uh, digital spile that you were falling down and then carries Imagine gliding through as you all find yourself in World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine so ready. <laughs> you stand up though, but and you're all waiting for your like video game avatars to like kick in, but they do not. You all find yourselves as you were in the world before. Um, this is bad. Okay, anyone anyone need any bandages, Neosporin? Uh, I do have my fanny pack with me. Uh, so if anyone got a small cut or bruise... I do not believe anyone here needs heels, but should we need some, we shall let you know. Okay. I only, I only have one cold compress. <laughs> you hear a loud scream come from uh, seemingly everywhere around you as you start to hear people scream out, new bruns for 200, new bruns for 200. Got them tight elites for sale. DM me, DM me, DM me. And you can only imagine that you uh, are in, in some kind of terrible general chat area. Perhaps we should leave. The elite gamers do not tend to hang out here. Yeah, 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 for sure. You all are seeing this too, right? Like, we're all, like, in a video game and, like, right? Like, this isn't just me. Oh, no, I I also see this as well. Um, I figured it was some sort of advanced video game that I have not quite come across yet. They are doing amazing things with VR. Well, I'll tell you, Imagine, this is, I, I think this is one of them spooky video games. I don't, this is not a real thing. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say ghosts. This is a ghosts video game. <laughs> They put us in here with their ghost machine. Uh, 
I, I think we gotta fight him. Uh, as you all are sitting there having this conversation, you hear a grumbling, can only be, you know, described as, as just some reptilian wet grumbles. <laughs> From around the corner, you see uh, a group of four frog lizard weird uh, hybrids called murlocs as they are like running after you with uh, spears and trying to shoot like blow darts and stuff after you. Oh man, that's not good. They do seem pretty aggressive. Seems as though we have pulled Adro. Friends, we should focus. We should absolutely do that. I also entirely am going to attempt to trip them up with a jinx. Alright, yeah, roll it. <laughs> this is bad all around. This is incredibly bad all around. So you, you failed. I did. I really <laughs> well, did. I wait, super uh, what did. Were you what were you trying to do? I was trying to trip them. With your mind powers? With jinx. So jinxes, you can encourage coincidences to occur the way you want. Okay, so you are like, oh, I don't, I don't worry, I got this. And you sit there and like you try to use your mind powers on it. The tiny little murloc in the middle grows four times his size and he seems like he has like leader-like qualities and he starts to scream out stuff and you can tell that even though they didn't get more physically buffed, their confidence has made everyone way more small <laughs> on the team. Um, so you could only imagine that you turn one of the three Morlocks into a leader and they have now like buffed up their party. You may have done an AP buff. We might be a little fucked. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I run, I run immediately at that big one. Oh, no. Roll a kick some ass. All right, are you going to use Woo! a mundane move or are you doing kick some ass? I, I, have a, I have a mundane move called what could go wrong. Whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, uh, I can do some special things. Perfect. Let's uh, do it. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to whip out my frying pan and uh, inflict one harm on the big guy. And then I can reduce someone else's harm suffered by one whenever they suffer a harm, which, of course, will be win. I can, I can just hold two. So so roller kick some ass, but you're going to get those because this is definitely you like. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a swing here. Oh, oh, geez. <laughs> uh, well, that's a five. Oh, no. Uh, All right, you run up with your frying pan to hit this now beefed up murloc, and it just scrapes you across the chest for two damage as you fall on the ground. It looks like it hasn't set in yet, but the scrape of it was really nasty, and it looks like you might have been poisoned, and something would have to be fixed about that soon before it courses through your body. Uh -oh. Well, then I'll, I'll reduce a harm I suffered by one. Okay, you can do that. So I'll just, I'll only take one harm. I think you landed up at, like, at Wynn's feet after you tried to save him. <laughs> Imagine and chat. What are you two going to do? Perhaps we should retreat. I can probably grab the other two if you're willing. What? And I throw a knife. <laughs> I want to kick some ass. Are you throwing it at the big murloc or the tiny ones? The big one. Okay. I got an 11 minus one. Choose one extra effect off of the 10 plus list. So I'm wielding my shield like exactly like they do in Yu-Gi-Oh with the cards. And I want, I grab one of my knives that I purchased from the internet and I fling it right in between his eyes and I want to inflict terrible harm. Whenever you did that and it, uh, whenever you pulled it from the shield, all your items are still glowing. You actually pulled it from out the shield and a little bit of the glow from the shield transferred into the blade as you throw it and the blade lands directly in the middle of their eyes and sits there for a second and then the light on it flickers and then just sends a spiritual spear bursting out of the murloc's head. And so it is now 
dead and the other two are looking very intimidated and scared. Imagine, what are you going to do? I think I'm just going to get in there um, and try and take some damage so the other two can leave. If I still have my wings out, yeah. I'm going to do a like another <laughs> eight foot vertical leap. And then like as I reach the apex, the wings spread and I like hold in the air for a moment. It's glorious and majestic. And then as I'm falling, I want to take out the blaster cannon. And I want to try and use that. So what you have on it is you just have the scope. So you're going to roll to kick some ass. Normally you can't like suspend yourself in that without flapping because you are in a video game world. You just have this cool pose and you attach the scope onto your trident. And you have a feeling that your trident might be able to be uh, shot now. Hell yeah. I'm going to try that. Ten. You aim your trident down and the scope, as you're looking through it, you see the uh, head of your trident light up the same way that Chet's blade did. And instead of the trident itself going, you see it send out two trident-sized laser blasts, one each hitting the uh, two murlocs on the ground as they explode. And I land very delicately. (laughs) You land very delicately, but then you like had your wings kind of like covering you as you landed and you just do like Mm -hmm. a big swoosh to like throw them back. And it just throws digital dust all around you. Hell yes. Oh man, that looks so cool. (laughs) Imagine you are super cool. That's what's up. Thank you. I am aware. That's amazing. Yeah, that was tight. Yes. So, So did we win? No. Oh. Not yet, friend. So then I'll, I'll, I'll get up and go, oh boy, that was lucky. I thought those guys were going to get us for sure. You know what? Maybe we should probably not be right here. Yes, perhaps we should retreat. Yes. <laughs> go find a less populated server for the yeah, moment. Do, do we see anything, Joel, like in the distance? Um, so there's like, some, is there where, a... where you're around is like some swampland area. Like I said, it's like kind of a newer area. So there's just some like murlocs around. It seems that even though they were aggro on you earlier, once you killed that one group, it doesn't seem that even if you get close enough to one, they're not they're not Ooh. as interested in you as before. They think you're too great of a threat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's right there. So, But like, is there... For example, like a big shining tower. Oh, also, Ron, um, your the the wound on your chest uh, definitely um, h- hurts a little bit more, and you take one additional uh, uh, damage uh, as you look at it, and you uh, it does seem like you have been poisoned. Perhaps I can aid you in your wound. It does not look too good. Well, I, you know, I got some neosporin, but uh, imagine I'm not going to turn down uh, help from a being who I don't fully understand. So you just. <laughs> Uh, if you gotta do wiggle fingers at me, you, uh, you do what you do and, uh, I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna give that a shot. I'm gonna lay on hands. The seven. You'll take two harm and then the poison, once it hits your body, though, like, you see, like, the green that was pulsing through Ron's veins, like, kind of lights up on Imagine and then, uh, an angelic light, like, snuffs it out inside of them. So the, the, the poison kind of, like, nice. died within. So you're not poisoned, but you will take those two harm. You guys, uh, you guys are all you know, healed up and starting to walk your way back and you're starting to get out of this swamp and right on the edge of it, you see somebody like rubbing their hands. They look very concerned and they have an exclamation mark over their head. You know, usually I, I always tell you kids, you know, it's a, you gotta, you gotta help out the people you can, but that butts up directly with talking to strangers. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know how to handle this situation. I guess, uh, just everyone be ready, okay? Absolutely. Of course. Holds up Quill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel quite prepared. Oh, that's a good that's a good boy. It's, it's, we taught you well. 
Chet waves at him and is like, hey, hey man, what's your name? <laughs> you just start to see Tex go above his head and he starts to scream, oh, those slippery little murlocs, I know they got away with it. Oh, what am I going to do without all my, my bales of hay? Oh, no. Man, I asked what your name was. Ah, oh, dirty. Oh, stop. Gross little murlocs. Oh, they're always running around getting their wet hands, always stealing my hay. Oh, God, I'm just a farmer trying to get hay here. Oh, what am I going to do with all of my bales of hay? I'm Chet. Ah, oh, God, the murlocs, they just put their hands on everything. Ah, oh, I just, oh, I just wish somebody would get me some bales of hay. Ah, oh, right, sir, gonna, we, my wife's we, gonna leave. We understand. Me. We understand your plight. Uh, I, we, we're not farming folks, so I don't know how much help we can be to you, but, uh, Ah, thanks. Just get me five bales of hay and I'll pay you for it. And then you see, uh, his question mark go from, uh, yellow to gray. Uh, uh, kids? What? What's going on here? I guess we should go find some bales of hay. I was not in the mood for a fetch quest today, but it seems as that as though that's where we are. Uh, you know, I don't see any balers, any farming equipment. Oh, as soon as Ron a- says farming equipment, the world of Azeroth fades from around you and appearing all around you. You now find yourself in the same portal you once were in. Uh, and this time as you're falling through Ron's words, talking about looking for farm equipment, echo around, and you now find yourself in Stardew Valley. Oh! I'm gonna go date people! Yes! <laughs> hey, okay, excuse me, kids. I gotta go check on Penny real quick. I just, uh, she's at the library. <laughs> Did we get the dog or the cat? What are y'all gonna do now? You found yourself in a uh, field, and there's a bunch of equipment around you. If we are on a farm, we could probably go harvest some hay, or at least maybe go find someone else to talk to. Can we take something from one game and bring it back to another? Do you think? That is a very good question. Yeah, I'm gonna go find a rock that I can pick up and put in my inventory. Uh, Joel, a uh, very, very important question here. Mm-hmm. Is there a greenhouse and is there coffee beans inside the greenhouse? (laughs) There is? Yeah. Okay, you uh, you go check out the rocks. I'm going to go over to the greenhouse and make me some coffee. I always always think better with a good cup of joe. (laughs) So I start walking over to the greenhouse. Chet's checking the weather also. I'm going to start slicing up some some grass and stuff and try and get some hay. I'll just randomly in the short amount of time that you're doing this start dating something. Um... So Evangelion is gonna start right, gonna start farming. Ron is gonna go attempt to like make some coffee. Winston is gonna go try to date somebody. <laughs> uh, and what is Chet doing? Oh, uh, he's checking, checking the, the weather. weather. Yeah, to see how much, um, how effective we need to be with our watering of the crops. Uh, right now, it's actually it's actually very good weather for for crop season. It yeah, actually, oh, nice. uh, yeah, and then um, the. It says like clear skies and there's going to be some good rain coming and like some nice uh, overcast. So they're definitely saying like right now you definitely, it seems like anything you planted would be very plentiful afterwards. It seems like things would also grow a little faster than normal. Nice. Imagine, give me an act under pressure. Okay. A seven. You're, you're starting to like cut some stuff up and then you cut things up and then pick it up over your head and then like it starts to disappear and then you know you kind of feel like it's in your supply list you think you're about halfway to the amount of hay you need but now you definitely Mm -hmm. feel parched 
I set down whatever uh, sickle I'm I'm using and do the like. Whew, I am certainly parched. Uh, Ron, you roll act under pressure. Let's see uh, if you if you make yourself <laughs> some good coffee and if maybe you could help imagine out. Oh sure, I'm I'm waiting. Like I'm I'm at the keg that's that's brewing the coffee. Oh, oh man, uh, I got a I got a ten natural. So. <gasps> you just make like the best fucking coffee there is, like, <laughs> and you and you just get all like sped up on it too. And but does it taste like coffee? To Ron, yes, it does taste like coffee. So okay, so yeah, then we're then we're helping. I'm sped up. I feel great. I, oh, oh, you got you found some wheat there. Imagine that's great. Uh, uh, I, I guess I start plucking too then, if that's the the plan. <laughs> Great. So yeah, and then imagine you, uh, Ron gives you some water. Offers also offers you some coffee. Imagine has never had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so now we're gonna go to Winston. Oh dear. <laughs> what kind of townsperson are you being drawn to? What are you What are you looking at? We, we want to get like you know another farmer, maybe somebody from like a shop in town. You want to You want to get like a, a traveler, a, a someone on a Do boat. Do you want me to show you my guide to dating the bachelorette <laughs> in yeah, Stardew Valley? Let's do that. <laughs> okay, hold on. I just I did just get really into like okay, I'm trying to play Stardew Valley as good as I can right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's a plethora of mates that you can try to woo. We'll go with Harvey. He's the uh, he's the town medic. Oh, good. You go up to Harvey. For anyone not familiar, Harvey is the town doctor. He's a little old for a bachelor, but he has a kind heart and a respected position in the community. He lives in a small apartment above the medical clinic, but spends most of his time working. You can sense the sadness about him, as if there's something he's not telling you. <laughs> This is a weird. So you you go to the uh, medical <laughs> oh clinic God. and you find uh, you find Harvey in there. He just saw off. Uh, let's say fucking Clint. You walk in and and Harvey doesn't notice you at first. And for that brief moment in time that Harvey thinks that he's alone in his uh, medical clinic, he lets out a sigh of a man that has secrets untold, and then perks <laughs> up uh, once he sees you come in and goes, oh, that's interesting. I haven't seen you around town. Are you new here? And then um, there's like a box beneath him that says yes or no. <laughs> yes. Kind of. You just kind of tickle him. Your hand goes through it. He goes, oh, that, ooh. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I, I meant to say yes, 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 I, I'm new. I'm absolutely new here. Mm -hmm. new. He goes, oh, well, what, what can I help you with? Do you need some medicine? Or, and then like he holds up like a little medicine bottle and he's like, or maybe, or maybe you want to buy some shit, like some medicine and holds up another medicine <laughs> bottle. I would like to purchase medicine. Yes, that's exactly what I'd like to do. He hands over a, a medicine bottle, but then fumbles and drops it and goes to pick it up off the ground. And if you want, you can try to roll, manipulate someone to see if you have a little meat cute with Harvey. <gasps> oh my god, so perfect. Roll, roll that plus was literally charm. exactly what I was thinking. An eight. You guys have like a nice little meat cute and like you both go grab the, the bottle and you laugh and you're like giggling a little bit. You are helping him clean up. And then whenever you stand up though, you you realize that you have just cut up your hands a lot and but it's like a weird like it's digital glass but it does hurt you so you're gonna take one harm all right and but then harvey just laughs you and goes oh a klutz like you sure could use a doctor around and he like winks <laughs> at you <laughs> i don't know what to do with that wow you've started That's the perfect. dating process this is very important I, <laughs> I think you and harvey just having like a fun little time and it seems weird too because like 
Harvey is a medical professional, but since you started to talk to him romantically, he seems way less concerned about uh, medicine than he does romance. That is perfect. <laughs> you keep trying to say things about all of the blood in your hands. Well, I guess on the outside of your hands, it's not the blood that's inside, it's the blood that's seeping out. It's the bad mm -hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, so you're just a little concerned going to that. So we're going to go back to chat. Uh, you know, it's optimal weather conditions. You go check out the shed. You got tons of supplies to choose from. Uh, what are you going to do? Chet's going to go try to find the dog. <laughs> you go to find the dog, and uh, you do you do find it. And once you start going up to pet it, though, it kind of uh, it, it glitches a little bit and then turns into, like, hellhound. But it looks no. similar to the graphics of World of Warcraft. <gasps> uh oh uh, guys. And it's now staring you down, and it looks very intent on hurting chat. Hey, uh, imagine, Ron? Yes? Uh, I think, uh, I think the dog's sick. Oh, dear. I'm gonna head over. You need to very slowly step away from the dog. Don't make eye contact. The dogs uh, react poorly to eye contact. <laughs> very slowly walk away. <laughs> Try not to maybe uh, have your palms out in case it wants to sniff them. <laughs> I, I put my palms out towards the dog. And I back away. As it starts to see you back away, fire starts to erupt from its mouth as it- Alright, uh, I take out my big knife. Yeah, as it's starting to uh, try to uh, attack you. So yeah, roll to kick some ass with your big knife. Seven. Alright, so you are going to trade blows. How much uh, harm does your big knife do? Uh, one harm. Alright, so you do one harm to the hellhound, and the hellhound, um, like, is tussling around with you, get, gets a swipe in on you, and you take one harm as well. Uh-oh. Currently, Winston is at the doctor's office. Imagine and Ron do see chat attacking the, the now hellhound-turned dog. Yeah, I'm pulling my trident out, and I'm going. Oh, yeah, oh, my, my frying pan is already in my hand. <laughs> uh, uh, has Chet already taken a damage? Yeah, Chet, Chet like, cause they were fighting back and forth with the hellhound, so. Uh, I'm going to uh, use my power of heart, and uh, when fighting a monster, I can uh, just automatically help someone out, so I would like to help out Imagine. Okay. All right. So imagine the, the way I'm going to help you out. I can add a plus one to your roll, your, your next roll. Uh, because of my uh, great knowledge of dog anatomy, I'm just going to tell you the best place to hit the dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll run a kick some ass. With that plus one, I got a 15. <laughs> are you doing like a physical like melee attack with, with your trident or are you going to shoot at it with yeah, your new power? I'm going to do a physical attack. You go to like to do the, you know, lunge down on it. But mm -hmm. as soon as you start to do that, the uh, scope lights up and then like a laser comes out of it <laughs> and starts to point at the dog and then it points up in the air and then the trident itself kind of like sends you jettisoning up in the air and then the laser points down on the dog right where Ron told you to hit it and you now go slamming down with the trident in its back and it just explodes the hellhound. Damn. Neat. That was a great hit, Imagine. Thank you. I did not mean to God, do that. That's so cool. <laughs> As the carcass of the hellhound starts to rain down <laughs> upon all of you, Ah. Uh, check it's a notification that the weather has changed. <laughs> blood. Well, it's, it says it says oh, no. blood at first, and then and then it says dominoes question mark, 
as this guy starts to rain down pieces of dominoes, like the game tile dominoes. Great. So we're going to go back into the clinic with Winston. Harvey, even if you ask for like medical help, is just kind of seems like on a weird loop where he's just talking about he's got a secret, but he doesn't know if he can trust you. I'm going to find the bandages. I'm going to just patch this hand up and just keep talking. So roll to read a bad situation as you're looking for bandages. Six. You think that digitally the bandages worked. It's weird because your hand had shards of digital glass in it, but your hand looked normal. But you wrap the bandages on your hand, and to you, it looks fine, but now it looks like your hands are digital. And what you don't realize is that your hand is not healed up. You take an additional damage as your hands are bleeding without you realizing it. Oh, God. Oh, this is bad. And, and he's somewhere else. Like, I can't yeah, see so, him. Yeah, right? like, you imagine a chat were together, and Winston is by himself trying to uh, flirt with Harvey. I think in this moment, Winston wants to uh, just pop it into good old Harvey's digital brain and be like, you can trust me. You absolutely can. You should just tell me the secret right about now. Roll weird. That is an eight. You tapped into his brain and you asked what the secret is. Mm -hmm. And so he says, okay, here it is. And he opens his mouth and then just you see from it, it starts to seem like color is changing as things start to fluctuate. And you now see everything in zero and ones. And you have like an understanding of the coding of the game that you're in. And you can actually see all of the secrets which are how this game is made. So you no longer see anything as Stardew Valley. You're kind of walking around and like Neo at the end of the first Matrix. Oh my god, you guys. The only thing around you that does not look like that coding is in fact the feather quilt. But the hard part about this is now currently if you try to talk to anybody else, all that comes out is garbled mush and any text that comes out above you that would like for someone to read just comes out as like a bunch of blank characters. Oh no. Because you don't really have an understanding, Uh-oh. and then if the if you all see Winston until this changes, uh, you'll you'll see him like flickering in and out, and it kind of looks similar to how the dog turned into the hellhound from Azeroth. Hmm. You were there to flirt with Harvey, but I don't know. I'm not trying to tell you what you're into. You might not be into just computer code. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I now want to exit this situation as quickly as possible. This dating thing has gone terribly wrong. You walk out and you see all around you. Uh, things still have like the texture and the layout that they did before when you saw them in Stardew Valley. But it's just like I said, it's all covered. You can like see the base code of everything. And then also what you see is like pretty much corrupted code flying out and flinging over to everybody and you can oh, make no. out um, the figures that are imagined Chet and your father Ron and the same thing with them the only thing on them that does not seem to be digital code is Ron's knife Chet's half shield <laughs> blade holder <laughs> and imagines uh, super NES scope you guys hey this is bad. <laughs> and you hear from what you kind of assume is uh, is a glitched out winch and <laughs> I'm pulling my trident out again and like not knowing because I'm I'm going off what happened with the dog. I'm going to go everyone be aware they may have the ability to clone us. It's not a very good one though. Uh, uh okay, okay, okay. Hold on there. That might that might be my boy. Let me, uh, let me, uh, read a bad situation here. 
is what I'm gonna do. Uh, oh, I got a seven. <laughs> you know, uh, because I, I really do think that that is uh, my boy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask what is the best way out so what you have put together and what the best way out is It's not that you're good at video games is that you've seen so many terrible 80s movies that you start to put together like wait a minute when you guys had the conversation earlier of what do we want to play First, Imagine said World of Warcraft. Then Winston said they just want to play a game that they can't die in. Chet wanted to play Stardew Valley, and all you wanted to do was play dominoes because in front of you falls a perfect game of dominoes that just defeated itself with another pile landing in front of you. Okay, guys, I don't think it's ghosts anymore. I think it's psychic ghosts. Ah, uh, putting that. I'm putting Absolutely. that out there. Absolutely. Yes. Might be witches, yes. might be uh warlocks. I think it's the government. I tear off my crystal and I throw it at Winston. Cool. A crystal hits Winston and then falls on the ground. This can't be defeated. <laughs> this is a dark, powerful energy gang. I do not wish to shoot, but I will if I have to. I I don't know how magic could manipulate code, but I'm going to give that a shot because clearly this just needs to happen. Give me a weird roll. That is a 10. You just think to yourself, not the Matrix anymore. All the coding around you like just disappears and you come back to your form stabilizes. You now all see Winston holding up his hands, which are covered in digital glass and just pouring blood. Oh my. Um, Dating went really bad. It, it turned out very <laughs> Who wrong. hurt you? Who hurt you, my boy? You show it to me. I'll, I'll take care of him. I think this was my fault. I don't know. I'm going to take Winston by the hand and I'm going to cast lay hands on him. <laughs> Seven, which means I take that damage regardless. Question, is this damage ignoring armor? This, this one won't. Okay. I am officially unstable. Oh, no. All right. Uh, just to let you know. Yeah. Imagine heals Winston and the dominoes uh, are still sprouting from the carcass of the hellhound and all of the crops around you as the blood dominoes start to pour over them, start to overflow and you start to hear uh, the voice coming from seemingly everywhere again of the quest giver. Oh, those dirty Marlocks are just touching all my stuff and taking all my hay. Give, oh, I gotta give me. Oh, just give me some hay and then my wife won't leave me. We need to get the hell out of here. I believe I've gathered enough hay. I'm not quite sure if it's enough to satisfy the quest. Should we shove the hay into the hellhound? Is that what you're saying, Imagine? Because I'm okay with that. Well, perhaps if code from the other game interacts with code from this game. Yeah, I'm going to shove the hay into the hellhound. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a weird roll. An eight. Imagine you shove the hay through the hellhound carcass and you hear someone go, Oh, thanks. Here's some money. And then five pieces of copper pop out and then the hellhound sucks itself back in and on itself, but it seems to have stopped the blood domino rain. Great. You do now realize, though, that um, you are starting to glitch similar to Winston. It's not that no one can understand you, but you do seem to have uh, affected your own code. Well, that seemed to go well, 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 that seemed to go well. 
Oh, oh no! <laughs> I, I think she got the she got the the virus from the doctor like you had there, Win. That's not good. But what is good is that that just happened to me. So maybe I can help him to attempt to heal with magic. Roll to use magic. That's a four. You attempt to use magic on Imagine, and then it just sends both of you flying back. What's terrifying is that your body, Winston, goes flying back, but then your spectral form stands right there, and Harvey walks out, checks the pulse on your body, and says, (laughs) I don't think he can die, and then looks at your spectral form. What? Oh! Oh, I'm a ghost. You're the ghost now. (laughs) Oh, no. This is really bad. (laughs) Oh, God. So what do Ron and Chet see? Oh, you see see Winston's uh, body on the ground, and it looks dead as fuck, but you do see Winston as a ghost. Once again, uh, ringing in Ron's ears, uh, the request of Winston to play a video game that he uh, just couldn't die in. So I see his body on the ground, but I also see his ghost. Yes. Is what you're telling me. R- Ron is is doing his best to process this information, uh, pulling out all the band-aids that he has. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm going to offer my band-aids to the ghost form of wind <laughs> and just say, do you, my, oh boy, do you, what, what do you need, boy? We, uh, I don't, th- uh, uh, I, I remember you saying in the video game that you don't want to die. Uh, oh, wait, I saw this one. Patrick Swayze. You just gotta lay down into your body. Ghost lay down into your real body. I'm going to try it. I'll be- I'll get a clay pot. I'll go find a clay pot. So Ron's going to search for a clay pot. If you're gonna attempt to Swayze your way into the body, give me a cool roll. (laughs) Oh, fabulous. (laughs) And you just hear me from far away going, I'll be your whoopee! Go check Leah! Leah might have some clay in the cabin. I did just roll an 11 for cool. (laughs) You go lay back down in your body, and then you roundhouse kick your way up, knocking Harvey back, and you're now, just for a second, wearing a pair of skin-tight jeans and no shirt as you land on the ground from your roundhouse kick, and then you blink back into Winston. Now you start to see the same light protruding off of the quill in your pocket, and you also start to see... Even though Imagine's been knocked on the ground, their scope starts to light up. Chet's shield begins to pulse, and then the knife that Ron has on him. Which which makes me run back and, of course, uh, drop the pot that I, I grabbed because I did find one. Like, I notice it glowing, but I, I stop and give Wynn a big old hug first. Aww. Oh, my boy, I thought I lost you. I thought I you was pay, you dead. Pay, you have roadhoused your way out of this one. I did. <laughs> roadhouse. We'll have to we'll have to watch that movie when when we get out of this video game. Okay, we'll see if it's on Netflix. We'll get Roadhouse when we get back. Perfect. Okay. Y'all gather up, and it was just Winston at first, but now imagine with your divine sight, you're also starting to realize that the items that all you know had that were glowing are starting to glow again. Perhaps we should huddle close. It seems as though we will be transported again. Let's do it. T- touch, touch glows. Touch, touch our glows together. Yeah. By the powers of Greystone. I go pick up my crystal real quick. Oh, you pick up your crystal. <laughs> yeah, I do. Can't leave that behind. Three of you all have your items like touching, and then like you're just waiting, and then you notice that uh, Chet is like looking for the crystal because uh, there was the big explosion that Winston <sighs> caused. So Chet's oh, just kind of like <laughs> looking on the ground, like hold on, I'm gonna be there a second. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, Chet, 
Chet, you're always welcome. You're always welcome. But we gotta talk. We gotta talk about the pots, okay? <laughs> I think it's doing something to your short-term memory, and uh, like we all make our own decisions. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to force that on you. Dad, just, just a discussion. I'm super embarrassed right now. Can we not? <laughs> I just, you know, all you kids, you're so great. I love you know, having you. I around. actually do agree with Ron on this. Marijuana is not something we should be pushing onto our youth. <laughs> I think if you listen to the spectral being here who's from another plane of existence, uh, we can learn a few things. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tight, tight, tight. All right. Are we tell What? And I'm, I'm assuming that Chet now pushes his item in, even though everyone's trying to lecture him. Yeah. Uh, Chet pushes, pushes uh, his half-shield Yu-Gi-Oh! blade holder forward, and once he touches his item with the four of yours, they all uh, light up. All four of you see it, Ooh. and the world around you flickers. You find yourself once again in a digital vortex. Oh, God. You appear back in the newly formed basement of many nodes, all standing in front of your arcade machine. Huh. Whoa. Huh. Fascinating. You hear a voice from the arcade machines go, All right, job's done. The lights around the arcade machines that formed that sent you into the digital world before once again glow around you, so they shoot up in a column of light blinding each of you from anything outside your circle. And then all of the columns go down. Imagine you see standing in the place of your three friends, three people you do not recognize. Imagine, in their place, you see three new people. First, you see... Monty is very tall, very much a typical douchey outdoorsman-like type. Um, very much into hiking and will force others to be into hiking. And uh, his confidence has gotten him a lot further than he deserves. And then in the next space, you see... Charles Weston. Charles is a big game hunter and lives for the thrill of the hunt. He is exceptionally arrogant, very wealthy, and extremely insecure. He looks exactly like the hunter from Jumanji. And then in the final place, you see... I want you to picture an early 2000s era Josh Groban, but holding a flaming sword. And that's Ezra. <laughs> and imagine, you definitely can sense that Ezra is also an angel. Awesome. Imagine is going to, from like a pocket space dimension, pull out a flaming trident <laughs> and go, friend, it is confusing yet wonderful to meet you in this time. I think Ezra's face completely lights up and they go, oh, oh, I'm, I want to know if I know Imagine. You, you don't recognize each other from any, because both of you okay. have been sent to Earth at different times, but even mm, during sure. the times of being angels, neither of you have run into okay. each other. We've never interacted. Okay. No. My name is Imagine Eternity and Thou Shall Not Feel Afraid. It is very nice to meet you. It's it's great to meet you. I'm Ezra. Well, okay. Israfel, although you might actually know me as Hermes, but we don't talk about that. Ah, I have heard stories of you. <laughs> All good things, I'm sure, and we will not be mentioning it. Of course. Are these... are they with you? They are not with me, are they with you? Well, they haven't been previously. Charles pulls out an ivory-handled pistol. 
cocks it, points it at the both of you and goes, what the devil is going on? Oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yes, it will not end well. There are a lot of suburban mothers who seem to like me quite a bit. Who are you and what happened to my previous companion? I can ask you the same thing. Well, I asked first. Well, I asked second. I think they got you with the first one. Thank, thank you, very tall wilderness lumberjack man. No problem. Goes up for a high five. Charles just looks at it and pats him on the shoulder. And that's good. That's good enough for me, honestly. <laughs> it's really, it's like it's like some male affirmation, which is really the most I could get out of my day. Imagine is going to, in an attempt to de-escalate things, is going to put their trident back into pocket space, and is going to hold out their hand and say, "I've already introduced myself, but again, I am Imagine Eternity, and thou shall not feel afraid. But you can call me Imagine for now." Cool. But, well, it's, hello, Imagine. I, I feel rather silly for brandishing my weapon if we're all just civil people. I am. Uh, well, I'm Charles Weston of, you know, the Westons. I do not, but it is wonderful to meet you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I was in the middle of hunting a manticore and I had just closed the eyes of my sweet prince because I had finally captured him. And then I was transported into this very strange world and I don't know what's going on. But it's nice to meet you, too. And you? I'm Monty. Uh, I like, uh, being outdoors, you know, I just try to move around as much as possible. Uh, I was moving around with my, uh, with my friends, uh, started, you know, killing some people. They were all monsters apparently. And, uh, then I was about to, I was about to slash this demon's throat and then I straight up ended up here. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much down for the count to do whatever. I, uh, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that we just kill some more shit and do some more heroic stuff because... Honestly, this has been the coolest part of my life thus far. Another man who enjoys the thrill of the kill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love, um, yeah, I love killing. And I, then you can see physically in my body that I'm, like, cowering from that. Like, I'm very, <laughs> like, I'm really, really like, oh, yeah, killing and just trying to, like, like cheers you with it. But I, I've not killed anyone. Charles raises a very bushy eyebrow and goes, Pumph, and looks away. <laughs> Just kind of stand there and like, like body jet, body rock one time, and then just sort of like, so like, where are y'all from? You just like put a trident back into space. You store like all your shit there, or what? I, I have yes, most of the time. I was um in an internet cafe that was run by my friends, and we found some very odd machines downstairs that transported us into a virtual world, and honestly, we kicked ass, and then I was here, and my friends were not. You are still in the basement of Mini Nodes, right next to the four arcade machines that y'all, because y'all had gone into them and then come back out, and then... And they're still here? Yeah, and so, like, beams of light went around all of you where your three companions were standing. That's where the, these three are standing. So you're, mm, you're still... Mm. You're, you, you are still in the newly formed basement of Mini Nodes. Perhaps if we play the game again, we might find our companions once more? You're talking about growing into an electronic video game. Is that correct? Yes. I do find video games to be quite immersive. It's one of the things I enjoy being down on Earth, but these are more in the literal sense. I think that Ezra has just very recently seen Jumanji for the first time and finds this hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> As Imagine is talking about like going into the video games again, each of you were holding an item before and it started to glow. So in Imagine's hand is a scope that was on top of their trident. 
And then for Charles, it was a shoulder mount attachment that he would use for his larger armaments. My bazooka. Yeah. For Ezra, it was uh, the handle of your blade itself mm-hmm. was glowing. Then for Monty, you have what just kind of seems like a long cylinder, like open barrel. Okay. And all of those items are in your hands and glowing, as Imagine mentioned, going inside the video game again. You all have very nice armaments. I must say I'm quite impressed. It rivals my store at home. Right, so this doesn't usually do this. No? You don't just have glowing objects laying around? Yeah, mine have always glowed. I, I have a Well, few. there goes that hunch. <laughs> I have a few specialty ones myself, but no, this, um, this shoulder mount is quite new, actually. I really don't know what it's made of or how it works, but I can tell you something. It'll kill a manticore. Square in the face. I did find some use for it when we went into the uh, the video game. It was quite helpful defeating some enemies. So you think if we go back in, we'll find your companions? Well, when we went in the first time and then came back out, we were with new people. Perhaps it's another spin of the roulette wheel? Your logic is quite sound. Eventually we'll get lucky. Unless you'd like to go upstairs. I believe we do have some pizza that we ordered. Anyone hungry? Oh, oh. yeah, pizza. I say we go get some pizza. I am quite famished, actually. Yeah, I'm actually. way hungry. <laughs> pizza sounds great right now, honestly. Listen, I almost died in a flaming motel, so pizza would be delightful. Yeah, we're, di- we're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go upstairs, then. You go upstairs, and you walk up, and there's a kitchen, and outside on the other side of the kitchen is a internet cafe. If you do any more exploring above, um, there's an apartment there, and there's pictures of somebody that you find out is named Ron. His stepson. In, in the internet cafe, there's pictures. Well, of no, Ron. above above the internet cafe, there's an apartment. Okay. Um, and so, so we you, go up to the apartment too. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if you look around, there's probably some pictures of them. But like, you know, the okay. <laughs> you, you find out, like, you know, imagine probably Ron owns the internet cafe. Yes. Uh. Uh. My my good friend Ronathan and Winston both own this internet cafe. Oh, Ronathan. That's a common name. I've heard that before. Yes. Yes. Although we we do generally call him Ron, which seems a less of a mouthful. I prefer people's full names. It's formal. Yeah. There's something about Ronathan that just feels good. Honestly, <laughs> rolls off the tongue, if you will. Yeah. Ron- Ronathan and pizza, honestly. Ronathan. <laughs> Anyways, what kind of pizza do you have for us? I do not remember what um, we ordered. It was some. It was like a meat lovers and uh, and like yeah. a cheese pizza. Um, yeah. But a lot of it was already eaten. There's some sandwiches that were made prior. Yes, we did have sandwiches. There's That's some what burritos it was. Um, as well and stuff like that. It's because there's you know there's just a lot of like standard internet cafe snacks. Okay. Can I tell how long we've been gone? Yeah, you actually like look at it and it just seems like you have only been gone for about five minutes. Interesting. Well, Charles sits down, throws a bib in his in his breast uh, pocket and tucks into some pizza. Yeah. And so, yeah, you start eating some pizza. Can I heal? I was about to say, yeah, you can you can definitely heal one one harm from eating some pizza. Yeah, the pizza heals you yeah, for the pizza, sure. Uh, the, the cold pizza <laughs> heals you. Wait, they've only been gone for a few minutes. I thought well, the it did get thrown out of a car and then oh, fell okay. on the ground. Okay, I don't know the history of this pizza. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but it's still good pizza. It was a struggle getting uh, getting pizza. I am also unstable, I think, so I'm going to eat some pizza, too. Mmm, is that, is that sausage? Like, multiple types of sausage? I know the smart thing to do would be to eat pizza to heal, but I don't think this idiot is going to do that. I'm actually going to be looking around. I'm trying to look for any sort of sign that this is, like, 
I know that I'm in a different place than when I started. I'm looking for signs that this is or is not the same Earth that I am familiar with in the same time period that I am familiar do, with. Do you have any moves in particular, or are you just trying to do like a no, general No, I guess I'm weird... just trying to like read the situation. situation. It's not really a bad situation. I guess I'm trying to investigate a mystery. Well, you can do that. You could do investigate a mystery, or you are an angel, and so you kind of have the ability to like tap into weirdness i would say um but you could you could whichever one you want to do like can i help since i'm also another angel mm -hmm. i'm going to just investigate a mystery because i'm actually i have zero sharp and it's still better than my magic score so (laughs) and that is a four i think yeah i think it's just because imagine so excited to see another angel i'm just following you around like holding Mm -hmm. a slice of pizza and just being a distraction (laughs) the two angels are are just kind of wandering around and I think Ezra's getting distracted because Imagine is just on their heels. So how long have you been on Earth? Have you tried anything interesting? I've mostly been playing video games the entire time. What part of the universe did you come from? Have you tried pizza yet? Would you like a slice of pizza? I can get you a slice of pizza. Meanwhile, I'm like picking up random postcards and I'm like... What is Fortnite? Oh, Fortnite's fun. You can do all these cool emotes in a first-person shooter. Uh, Winston tried to teach me how to floss, but I don't <laughs> think it went very well. And I start trying to floss, but it's not great. Do angels not have proper hygiene? Oh, that's flossing, huh? Charles, you do while you're while y'all are eating. You do find a first aid kit uh, back in the uh, the kitchen. Oh, we do. Good. Yeah. Can I heal one more then? You can heal one more than everyone else if you need to. Uh, Charles Charles can help band you up with the first aid kit. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have lay on hands. I also have magic for yeah. that. Oh, I do too, but I wasn't going to use it on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Not on these chuckleheads. <laughs> so y'all are just kind of checking out. What's Monty doing after he's done eating pizza? Oh, well, actually, midway through, he realizes that pizza is not vegan and just has a kind of like a, like a sad <laughs> meltdown through. about it. And uh, from there, actually, he goes back to imagine. He's like, so, Ronathan, like, what's the story on this dude? Because I'm like seeing his picture and stuff. Like, who is he? Well, he's the owner of this establishment. He's a very uh, well-meaning man. He's very lovely. There's really nothing quite, well, special about them. But, well, no, that's actually, I suppose that depends on who you ask. Yeah, sounds like there's something special. Ronathan and his son are quite wonderful people. I I was not, I mean, I was drawn to them, but I, I have not noticed anything besides the usual, anything preternaturally special about them. They do have some magical powers, but it's, you know, the usual that most people tend to have. Okay, yeah, just normal magic stuff. Hey, okay. Yes. Cool. Have you not come across? Oh, no, there's, there's, totally, there's totally magical people where I'm from. There's like okay, angels good. and stuff. Um, none Perfect. of them have pocket dimensions, though. That was kind of the thing I was I was into. Yes, where uh, do you get your pants? Oh, these I believe they're they're Ronathans. I my incorporeal form does not require clothing. This is one I merely took on to make people more calm with my presence. I'm going to have to give Ronathan a call so I can find those pants. It looks like you could store a whole double barrel shotgun yes, in there. Yes, they're quite roomy. I quite enjoy them. Yes. I sort of turn my back to the other people in the room and look at Imagine with like a sort of hand over by my face, trying to be real casual. And I'm like, <laughs> speak, speaking of humans, why are why are you um? Do you have like a you know like a like a mission or a, like, are you, are you here for, you, you know, for the... I was sent here by my dying god to help protect the earth from that which killed them. Oh, your god was, di- was, was dying. The, uh, they are dead now, but yes, they were dying. Oh, oh. Didn't, didn't know they did that. Yes, we were quite surprised when it happened. 
but there is a darkness about that made it that that has slowly been encroaching on the planet. I was sent down to try and find the the chosen ones as they were and help protect the earth from it. Right, 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 right. So and I kind of like gesture back over my shoulder at at, at these two like at these two idiots. And I can like I can like hear you and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, did someone call? What's up? I'm trying to sort of convey two things with these eyebrow raises. One of which is like, do, is it them? And then two, like, why would it be them? Imagine it has a zero and sharp and a negative one to charm. They weren't gonna pick <laughs> up on that. Can I do like an insight? check to see i mean i guess i would know if they were the chosen ones for this you're gonna give me a weird check charles meanwhile is on his third piece of pizza (laughs) (laughs) okay that's a nine so you are like looking around the room and trying to see you don't really understand how to look for the chosen one it's been so long (laughs) since you kind of did anything like that yeah but what you start to do see is like you look at ezra and they are shrouded in like the same you know holy energy as you you look at Mm -hmm. charles and it's it's not a bad aura it's definitely got some (laughs) some stains on it uh but then you look at monty and it's weird because it's like a weird nothingness coming off of him but you've not ever seen that before and i give you a thumbs up (laughs) uh imagine is just kind of gonna stare at monty for a second and then looks to Ezra and then looks back to Monty and like then very pointedly looks at Ezra and turns back to Monty. <laughs> and then I, and I put like, my face, I put my hand over my face and I look over to Charles and I'm like, bro, I think I might be the chosen one. <laughs> I go, what were you chosen for exactly? Is this like the voice? I don't know, but it's me. Well, congratulations, old bean. Thanks. And then I go up for a high five again. And... Charles looks at it this time, looks at Monty, looks at the hand, and then claps him on the shoulder again. (laughs) (laughs) As y'all having these talks, imagine you do start to hear, it sounds like there's some commotion coming from the basement. Oh, goodness. I'm going to, like, watch the door and, like, try and peek down the stairs. Give me a read a bad situation roll. That's a three. (laughs) Y'all see, imagine, step back off into the kitchen and then you don't see them come back out. Are you getting more pizza? You hear no response. I don't think they're getting more pizza. Oh, that's not good. Let's go with them. I'm going to check this shit out. Well, all right. I want to go down after them. Well, don't leave me up here, old chap. I'll come with you. What's Ezra doing? Um, Ezra is watching these two go and then saying, just like sort of looking up like very pointedly and like, these two? Really? <laughs> And then pulls the flaming sword out again and follows after them. You walk back into the kitchen and then you hear some noise coming from the basement and then you walk down. You see Imagine has their trident out and they're backed up into a corner and there's two what can only be described as hellhound looking beasts, but the fires and flames coming off of them look digital. Ooh. That's cool and fun. And then uh, imagine you do recognize these similar to the hellhounds that you fought inside of the machines. Back, beasts. I've killed your kind before. Charles gets very excited, pulls the napkin out of his neckerchief, wipes his mouth and goes, (laughs) You brutes. Time to tangle with my bazooka. (laughs) 
I'm not wasting time on banter. I just want to kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> At least one person As is practical. As jump down and attack. 11. And so what are you attacking with? Uh, with my flaming sword, which is three harm hand fire holy. You do stab into one of these things and mm-hmm. it lets out like a shriek, but it does seem to you like the fire did no damage to it whatsoever. Okay. But like the radiant holy damage of it for uh-huh. sure. Sure. For sure, like hit it hard. Okay, I want to use my extra effect on my like 10 plus to uh, give a plus one forward to imagine. Okay, it's bat claw rears up on you and you're going to take a, a one harm swipe as it just kind of is like reacting. Okay. Who is up next? I want to pick up a dog, punch it and throw it. <laughs> yeah, you remember in Ronathan telling you about how to hit dogs well. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> for that real? backstory at all. See, I knew Ronathan was important. I knew it. Uh, so my unarmed is to harm intimate. It's an 11. All Yo! right. So you get to pick an additional effect. I'm going to give a plus one forward to Charles. All right. Yeah. So Ooh, you, you pick up a dog and toss it. That's going to, it's kind of how Charles is going to get plus moving forward. We like shot put it. Like I toss it in the air and you fire. Oh, and do, do, do you yell pull? Keep shooting. Oh my yeah. God. The dog does take a bite on your shoulder. So you're going to take one harm. Cool. Charles, up to you. So are there yeah. any dogs left? There was just two dogs. Ezra didn't kill the first dog. It's heavily wounded, and this other one looks a little bit hurt. But it does seem like the radiant holy damage from Ezra's blade really fucked it up. Oh, um, my technically smite lets me count as a weakness against the monster. I don't know if that does anything else. My body and divine weapon always count as a weakness. It doesn't look as hurt as the other one. It still looks a good good amount hurt, but the two, the, those two are still like up and going. Okay, I want to attempt to banish one of them. I put out my hand and I go, okay, 12. Yo! Ooh, yeah, so... I put my hand out and like very casually and then like my hair like flares up behind me. It's like my man bun like untangles itself. (laughs) And then I put my hand out and like my eyes start to glow a little bit and I reach out and you can see that I'm like grabbing one of the animals and then I close my fist and then I make it disappear. Holy shit. As an aside, I like briefly look up at the sky when he does this and I'm like, okay, point, point taken. <laughs> Charles, having seen Imagine toss the dog in the air and having a strong background in skeet shooting on his estate in London, looks up with the high-powered rifle on his shoulder and yells, pull! And then you'll get a plus one from Imagine. Oh, shit. That was Snake Eyes, guys. <laughs> Charles screams out, Pool shoots a shotgun in a basement and hits a support beam. Oh, yeah. So half of the support beam falls down, like, right in front of Imagine. But you can now start to see that the floor above is starting to, uh, or I guess the ceiling, but which is the floor, is starting to, like, creak because you did hit a support beam. Please don't ruin Ron's shot. I don't think he would be appreciative. After that happened, though, there is a uh, hellhound that was thrown up in the air at you. Well, not at you, but thrown up in the air for you to shoot, and then you try to shoot and didn't. So it then does land on top of you and starts to bite you, so you're going to take one harm. So there is a hellhound on top of Charles. Like a bad puppy. Get get off of me. (laughs) And uh, we can uh, go back to Ezra. So the one hellhound is gone. The other one is on top. Also, the roof is collapsing. Does that appear to be like an imminent danger? It doesn't appear to be like, you know, in the next like minute, but it does seem, um, (laughs) you know, a support beam was blown out by a shotgun. So definitely, definitely be sooner than later. 
I'm trying to figure out if my priority would be trying to get people out of here or trying to finish off this immediate threat first. Yeah, I guess I'll just go ahead and attack the, the remaining hellhound. Right, yeah, go ahead and uh, kick some ants. 10 plus 2 is a 12. Charles is on the ground trying to fight this thing off, and then she just walks up and just stabs it like a kebab and just moves it <laughs> off of Charles. Uh, Charles continues to flail even though the dog isn't on him anymore. I come up and I start patting you. I'm like, bro, 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 what, bro, bro. You foul beast. <laughs> get banished back to the bowels of Hades from whence you came. What? As soon as Ezra takes their sword from out of it, the thing just kind of uh, pixelates into nothingness. Well, hmm. that, went, uh, that went well. Well, well done. I desperately want to put this beam back into place, <laughs> if at all possible. I guess roll plus sharp. <laughs> Can I convince you to roll plus tough to like just shove it back into place? Well, the main thing is, is it, it got shot with a shotgun, so it's not just like that. It got like moved like mm, out of yeah, place. It's it, like it, splintered. It was splinter shattered. Like so, there is like if someone mm. else wants to roll plus sharp. But... I actually have a special skill as yeah. a it, an independently wealthy. Um, it's Ooh. called an equipment cache. So I can have access to large inventories of mundane gear and rapid delivery service. If I roll well enough, I just have something. What? <laughs> I will. So for flavor text, since generally that's whenever you have your connections and you are definitely in a different place. But for flavor text, you can do that in a similar way. So just roll that and we'll just say that like it's you just trying to find something to work. But you can use that for this. It's a nine. So on a seven to nine, I have access to something like it's not. Uh, plenty of it, but I have access to what we need. You like look at that and then realize that there was some stuff up in like the kitchen that you saw when you found the med kit was it like you could just band together a bunch of these like pieces like metal or some crap. It's just gaff tape yeah, which fixes just, everything. I saw a pile of large beams Yeah, upstairs. there's like a pile of large beams and some gaffer tape that you're just like, this will hold long enough. It's a two by four and a table saw. It's all up there. Yeah. So this is now home improvement, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I want to roll to actually redo yeah. the tiling. You figure out a way to like do that. And then I guess for imagine you can roll plus tough to see like how well you bind it all together. That's an eight. You make something in between like you and Charles, you realize like that will hold for a little bit longer than this, but yeah. it definitely does need to be fixed very soon. You're able to put it back up in there. And then as y'all are still all down in the basement, the door closes in the basement at the top of the steps. And then like the lights all turn off. Huh. Well, that's promising. Okay, um, I pull my signature flashlight move and just hold my flaming sword up to illuminate what I can <laughs> of the room. Whenever uh, y'all were looking around and then Monty saw a few pictures uh, of Ronathan, Ronathan and Winston, there were a select few photos that had a woman in them that seemed like, you know, from, from a few years ago. Imagine knows that this is Ron's wife and Winston's mother named mm -hmm. uh, Eshi. As soon as Ezra holds up their flaming sword uh, to light up the room, all of you see Eshi in front of you. But as soon as like the light goes on, you all see a flash of her and then she disappears and then the lights go back on. Is the door, did the, the door like, was it locked or like? Uh, I'm gonna it's, just, it's just closed in a spooky way. Oh, okay. So it's not like closed. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go run up to the door. And I just kind of like check it like several times. Yeah, it's it is open, but you're going to need a roll to read a bad situation. Okay. Seven. What's the biggest threat? You definitely can kind of get a sense that there's more of those hellhound on the other side of the door. So I like close the door and then like I turn the deadbolt mm -hmm. and I'm like, guys, 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 there is like 
probably a dozen or more of those hellhounds right on the other side of the door. I know it was super cool how he did that before, but I'm thinking maybe we don't go outside so we don't get killed by all of them. Well, we can't spend the rest of our lives in this basement. That's true. I do like the outdoors. And considering that the apparition of Ron's deceased wife just appeared in the basement, perhaps we should find another way out. Charles just walks forward to where... She's no longer there, It was, but she... Well, yeah, we're going to walk to where she, she was. She walks forward to where she was, takes his arms out, and just goes... <laughs> just tries to, <laughs> tries to feel in the area and goes, I don't think she's here anymore. Imagine you mentioned something about going into the video game. Yes, so we... Uh, did, did Did these not appear for you all? Did you just wind up in that place? No, I... Uh, I mean, I played video games as a boy, certainly, but, you know, not for the past 25 years. Well, we were... This basement was not here before. Uh, it just suddenly appeared, and when we came down, these arcade machines were here. We went and played, and they transported us to a digital world full of digital monsters. Perhaps we could shorten them to be called Digimon, or or these digi Digimonsters. That's a good idea. That's uh, a good idea. And then we were in this place. I, I figure if we do it again, we might end up in a different area. You know, that's, uh, that's quite sound reasoning. As good an idea as any, really. It sounds like a bad idea, but it sounds pretty cool. So I'm in. Well, do not be fearful. Now that I've well, now that I have seen your auras and realized the crucial part you must play in the role of reviving my dead god and saving the planet, I am now tasked with protecting you at all cost. So you will be in no danger. Uh, as y'all are having this conversation, you hear a car wreck on the outside of the building. Oh, not again. Do you get in a lot of car wrecks as an incorporeal being? Uh, today especially, yes. Do you drive? Uh, no, never learned. Uh, although I do quite well in GTA. So what's the problem with this car wreck? It's just, you know, people can't drive. Yes, perhaps it is a sign that we should hurry on. Well, bombs away, as they say. How do we get inside? We play. Oh, which, which uh, game? Okay. I don't know. Can we... I, I'm gonna go over and start messing with the uh, uh, You start to machine. tap on the arcade machine It does not seem to have the same response As the first time you went up to it Charles goes over and just starts hitting the start button Yeah it just keeps an insert quarter Does anybody have a quarter? But uh, I'm going to inspect My sword because I knew earlier There was some mention of the video games And my sword handle started glowing again And I'm mm -hmm. not really sure what's up with that Yeah you start to check out your sword And imagine and Charles are up at the machines Trying to hit buttons and make things work But you notice mm -hmm. the items that were glowing On the two of them before Are having a faint glow As they're touching the machines And you start to fiddle With your sword and you realize that like the handle of your sword, and you've never noticed it before because it's just like never been doable, can like shift and be detached. Okay. I, I think I'm, I'm standing there fiddling with my sword and I notice this. It's Charles and Imagine who are over at the machines, right? Yeah. Where's Monty? I've got a bunch of quarters. Um, and I'm just like jamming <laughs> okay. them in to like each one, like one as I go. I happen to have like four bucks and quarters on me. So I'm just getting rid of it Amazing. now. Amazing. Yeah. I was just looking up to see if anybody else was available to make eye contact. But if nobody is, I think <laughs> I keep fiddling with this. And uh, I think I go ahead and pop the handle off my sword. You pop the handle off your sword and it doesn't seem to react. And then you put together that everyone else is staying next to the video game machine. So you walk up. 
next to one of the uh, arcade machines. And as you get closer to it, the handle like starts to glow brighter, and it's glowing brighter than everyone else's since you're actually like paying it attention. Um, I sort of politely clear my throat, and I feel like that probably doesn't work at all. So then I do it like really obnoxiously. <coughs> what? Do you need a cough drop? Are you quite well? I could get some water. It, it wouldn't do anything anyway. Um, but does anyone else have? Oh, some sort of strangely glowing artifact that is seeming to respond to the presence of an arcade machine, or is that uh, just a me thing now? I do have this stroke. I'll pull mine out. And as soon as you, like, pull it out and actually, like, interacting with it again, it begins to glow. Charles looks at his shoulder and goes, By Joe! And then the same thing. Yeah, my, my sp is totally glowing. Charles is very envious of everyone else's weapons. So, uh... Y'alls are also glowing. This is pretty cool. Can I, like, investigate a mystery and try and figure out what we need to do with this shit? Yeah. I rolled a 10. There you go. What is being concealed here? You start to, like, try to look around, and you are, like, looking at all of these four items, and they're glowing, and something in Imagine's head is trying to tell them, like, you've seen this before, and so you're trying to think of, like, all of the different angel stuff that you know, and then all the things, like, ancient relics... Uh, because you were sent here to like stand with hunters in the final battle and so you're trying to just think about all of that and then it clicks with you you don't know this item from your time with the angels you know it from some old Super Nintendo magazines oh it seems like these four items could be placed together oh we can transformers this shit okay cool can I save my second question yeah. Uh, Imagine is, like, staring back and forth between the two, and then when it clicks, they're just like, Oh, we should put them together. Well, I, I just took it apart. No, no, no. And then takes the objects from everyone and, like, tries to mangle it together and see see which way it fits properly. Charles is very reluctant for anyone to touch his special glowing weapon. Please, I will give it back as soon as this is done. All right. It's it's simply to progress the level forward. So long as you give it back and give it an extra shine. Of course. Oh, yeah, I'm holding mine out like a doofus. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can have mine too, but Ezra is standing there now trying to figure out how to use a sword without a handle. So you are, like, holding the four of them together now and trying to, like, you just have the thought of how do I put this together and as soon as you mm -hmm. think that, they all just float out of your hands. Monty's item floats up first, and it's a long barrel. And then Ezra's handle connects to the bottom. Imagine's scope connects to the top. And Charles's shoulder mount connects to the back. And in front of you is a fully formed floating and glowing Super NES Super Scope. Hell yeah. I just jump up and grab it and start, like, miming. I'm like, hell yeah. Roll, uh, I'm rolling. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna roll. <laughs> you're, you're gonna roll. Uh, you're, you're gonna roll weird and take a minus two since you're just uh, fuck with it. My opinions of Monty are like vacillating wildly every thirty <laughs> seconds. Six. So that support beam that y'all put in place, <laughs> oh, no. and half of the building gets disintegrated oh, as Monty no. just sends out a giant blast out of this newly formed. Super NES Super Scope. Part of the site, so it's like y'all are in a basement, but the, and so it's not completely underground. There was like still like a little bit of the top of that. So like mm -hmm. you now just see outside and you are all in like, it's the middle of winter here. 
and it is freezing and frigid, <sighs> and um, yeah. Uh, uh, definitely thought the safety was on. Uh, Give me that, you blithering idiot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Imagine he's just blank-faced. Um, you see them like flexing their hands, just <laughs> flames, fist flames on the side of my face. Perhaps one of us. And they motion to to Ezra and go. Uh, perhaps one of us should should hold on to it. Why do you get to hold the the big cool weapon? Because we are more adept at handling mythical magical items. Because you keep saying that you're angels. Is that like is that like a club? Is that like a like a gentleman's bar club oh, or something like no, that? No, no, no. Here, <laughs> let me show you. From like it, like a burst outward, there are just these glowing bright white angel wings um, that like stretch yeah. out. And Charles, you imagine. get very excited because, as we all know. Charles' favorite thing to hunt is winged creatures and beasts, and you oh, have never me. hunted <laughs> or taken down an angel before. I didn't, well, I think Charles didn't know that angels yeah, were real. There are definitely just a huge span of angel wings in front of you. Yeah, while you're doing that, angels are there's angels in my world, and I'm like staring at you like, bro, you had no idea that angels existed? It's rad. Charles' <laughs> eyes pop out of his head, his jaw drops, and he just starts breathing excitedly. <laughs> just like, and I just say, I'll take that and grab the gun. Winged. New winged creatures. Uh, I'm going to take the super scope and just drop it into pocket space, if that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it will not go in. Oh, no. So I just drop it on the ground. Yeah. Oh, well, that usually works. Does it, does it go off? Uh. <laughs> no, I, I catch it. I catch it. No, 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 it does not go off again. What y'all do start to hear, since there is now a giant hole above you, there's no longer growling on the other side of the door at the top of the steps, and it seems like it's traveling to the front of the building where the door leading outside is. I'm mm. going to try to block it. The, if, the giant hole? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to... So it's like a wall, but it's like okay. only... It's in their form. It's yeah. like fiery and digital. Yeah, 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 do that. What is your, like, whole situation? Wait, Ten. wait, what playbook He's are doing you? Spell Slinger. Oh, hell oh, yeah. It's his okay. veganism that gives him power. Yeah. Uh, you, got a, you got a 10? <laughs> I got a 10, are yeah. Are you a level 9 vegan? <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, don't spoil the whole backstory to this. Uh, okay. Yeah, and so you see Monty just, like, put up a protective barrier... Uh, almost right in time as dozens of these digital hellhounds start to like line on the other side of the hole. Charles is paying no attention to the hellhounds and is just kind of trying to reach out to touch the feathery wings. Uh, please don't touch me. But your form is so fantastic. Really, I much prefer my, my usual form over this, the, the human one, but thank you, I suppose. Well, you're quite welcome. I'm gonna go stand next to Ezra. <laughs> what is Ezra doing? Well, okay, so I think Ezra is primarily focused on watching what Monty's doing with the walls and, and sort of clutching the super scope and, and watching this unfold. But upon hearing this comment from Charles, I think does cock their head kind of like, oh, mm, don't, ca don't, don't care for that. That was not my favorite thing. A little weird. I'm gonna put my wings away. You think Charles is trying to seduce you, but you would be wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is just like beasts upon beasts come out there and then for a little bit after you heard the car wreck, you did hear the arguing because it sounded like there's two people that had crashed into each other and you no longer hear the arguing of those people outside. I turn to everyone I go, I can only hold it for so long. I'm just kidding. It's gonna last forever. Don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> Although, well, we have the weapon now, and I don't know if we can still access the arcade machines, but perhaps it might 
actually be a good idea to go investigate outside? Well, I, I did bring my velvet smoking jacket, so I suppose I'm warm enough. Yeah, plus, I, I honestly, based off how much damage I just did, I think I can take out all these dogs with, like, two shots. Hell. Is there a way for us to get, like, up there? I'm, I'm having a hard time visualizing, like, what the damage At is. At the top of the stairs, there's a door going back inside the cafe that they left okay. because they realized there was a giant hole on the outside that they could get into. Okay. So they're on the okay. outside oh, gotcha. of the building trying to get in because of the hole. So the way that you could do it is if okay. you all go upstairs and back into the building and Monty holds it long enough to like close the door. So if we sort of like follow them sneakily and yeah. like retrace where they were. Okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Let's do that yeah. then. Charles follows the angel. All of you can get your way up there. Monty, you give me an act under pressure roll to see if you can, because you pretty much just have to try to hold the door long enough. Dude. Oh, I got it. I guess so Monty is all, able to like, uh, y'all get on the other side back up into the kitchen and Monty pulls down the barrier and is able to like close the door behind him and lock it. So when you're upstairs, imagine everything in many nodes is just wrecked. The kitchen is destroyed. Ugh. You go inside of the actual internet cafe area and there's screens shattered everywhere, computers broken apart, and it just seems like these digital hellhounds just like ravaged everything. Oh, is the pizza okay? Oh, no. uh, the pizza was also uh, destroyed. But it doesn't look like anyone <gasps> ate it. They just like scraped it up and then threw it around. So it wasn't even enjoyed. That's ridiculous. Charles is very upset. <laughs> Monsters. Let's get these sons of bitches. Uh, I'm going to go to the window and, and sort of peek out to see if I can figure out what the heck went on with this car crash situation. We like haven't looked into that at all. So you were looking out and there's just two cars that it seemed like they had uh, a head on collision out front. And as you're looking, there are a few corpses next to it because they, the people that were arguing of the car crack, um, you can just, without reading a bad situation, tell that they were um, murdered by these hellhounds. Oh, yeah, that's probably what happened. Charles brandishes his machete. And so you look outside. Um, it seems like there was about two dozen hellhounds on the other side of the wall that Monty was holding. About um, like a dozen and a half like jumped into the basement or trying to get back. And so there's six hellhounds like outside, like sniffing around. Three of them were preoccupied with some of the people that were in the wreck. So there's six outside, three kind of scouting around, and then three that are a little preoccupied. Ezra, can you fly as well? If you've got somewhere to go, I can follow. No, but I can carry one or two people. It may be best to leave the ground considering how many hellhounds are about. Agreed. Maybe we can get up to the roof? Do we think it's or structurally sound? Charles is grinning it's like an idiot. It's just the basement that's been destroyed. The foundation, though. The foundation of the entire building isn't compromised. It's just like one part of it. So if y'all were going to go up on the roof, there's definitely like a side of the building that would be better. Okay, got it. Cool. Let's get up to high ground. Cool. Can you pick me up by my feet? Like upside down? Why? Just my preferred way to fly. Uh, of of course. Sick. That's what I'm shouting as we take off, I'm assuming. <laughs> cool. I, I want to know who's going to pick up Charles, and that will determine what I say. Oh, I'll pick up Charles. I'm not letting Charles anywhere near Imagine right now. <laughs> Charles looks slightly disappointed, but is still freaking the fuck out. Yeah, because Ezra also has angel wings when they fly you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think Charles looks and goes, by God, there's two of them. The two of you do are able to like fly and get them on top of the roof. And before you can like fly and do any other recon, um, both of your angel wings disappear. Um, 
Okay. Are, are they mid-flight or do they, would we land? No, they were on the building, but like it does not oh. seem um, <laughs> All right. like, but you're, it, it does not. And like you try to like resummon them, but it does not seem like either of you have an ability to fly. And you also, there's a few helicopters around in the sky from like far off in the distance that you can kind of see that also at the same time that your wings disappear, that they uh, are grounded and they crash. Oh God, a death toll in this episode. Uh, I'm like, I panic at their wings and I'm like, so your portal stuff where you're like pulling the spears out, does that still work? I pull out my trident. comes out. Cool. Cool. Can I... That's odd. It seems as though we've been placed in a no-fly zone. Can Charles investigate a mystery because he has no idea what the fuck is going yeah. on? Eight. What sort of creature is it? So what you're dealing with right now is a very interesting thing because Charles has like dealt with a lot of different magics and creatures and stuff like that. And just from the best of your knowledge and stuff like that, like all of this is connected and it has like a similar energy to everything that like sent you here these hellhounds don't really seem like it's not that they're causing this they're a symptom of something else and i think that both imagine and ezra are looking pretty like terrified as their wings are gone and and, and charles is like running around trying to see and then that's when everyone looks over and notices that monty is now just kind of glowing with this like black void energy monty do you feel quite well yeah i feel great more powerful, in fact, this, but I feel good. This is what I had noticed in the beginning. Imagine you don't have to roll to check. You don't have to check out anyone's aura. You notice, you know, Charles still has like the same blood-stained aura. <laughs> Thank you. Ezra, Angelic, just the same as you. But Monty mm -hmm. definitely has the exact same aura as the creatures like these hellhound void beasts. Imagine's gonna pull out their trident and go, Monty, I believe, unfortunately, I was incorrect earlier. I do not think I am being tasked with protecting you. Unfortunately, I believe I have to end you in order for this to stop. That is Monty. It was wonderful lame. to meet you, I'm sure. Whoa! Whoa! What is Imagine doing? Whoa! Uh, I'm gonna. Fucking attack. I'm gonna kick right, some roll ass. Kick some ass. Ten. Awesome. You just pierce Monty in the stomach. He does take three harm, but it's weird because how the void beasts were hurt by the holy damage. It doesn't seem like he's immune to it, but it doesn't seem like it has like the same effect. But yeah, you're gonna take uh, three harm. Mm. I think Charles is uh probably going to attack Imagine. Like stop trying to kill our friends. Alright, do it. Okay. Roll to fix the math. Then eight plus one is nine. All right, so you're both gonna trade some blows. Okay, I think I'm gonna keep the trident in yeah. Monty and just slap Charles, so it's a right, two, two harm. harm. And then what is Charles? Uh, An angel slap. Yeah. I just got angel slapped. Yeah, you got angel slapped. Uh, how much harm do I take? Oh, I take two harm, you said. Yeah, and then how much? Uh, how much is yeah. yours? Uh, if I'm using my machete, it's two harm and it's messy. Those two messy. So Charles, okay. I don't think Charles is trying to like, like slice up Imagine necessarily, but Charles is trying to stop yeah. Imagine you, from attacking If you want to do less harm, you can. I, I can. You can say that like you pull the blow, so it only does one harm if you want. It's up to you. Yeah, I think. Well, Charles tries to hit Imagine with the butt of the machete okay. instead of the knife part and in the head, and it's like we'll just make we'll just make that one harm. Then you're trying to just you're trying to not go. I have armor, so I don't take any harm. All right, great. Right. 
Holy shit. Um, can I can I use my boss from beyond move? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. So basically boss from beyond lets me roll plus weird um, to try to like talk to my superiors and figure out what the heck is going on. So Okay. That is an eight. So on a seven to nine, they ask me to do something complicated or difficult, and I get to ask them a question from the investigate a mystery move. Just go ahead and ask your question. What do you want to try to find out? I want to either ask what is being concealed here, which is kind of the most catch-all question, or what happened here, specifically in reference to, like, Monty, like, what is going on with this whole situation? I think I'm just gonna ask what happened here, yeah. So you see all of this go on, uh, you see, like, Charles get slapped, and, you know, Monty gets stabbed with a trident, and Mm -hmm. you ask, and we had talked about this, Ezra kind of stopped checking back in with the higher-ups a long time ago. It's been quite some time. (laughs) They were sent here centuries ago and just have been, uh, you know, chilling. Well, they kept, you know, correspondence and things like that. We all get a little busy. And then eventually they realized that no one's probably been checking their messages or correspondence back. So they just kind of stopped uh, connecting and... Normally, whenever you do this, you you know, it comes at a cost, but the only thought that you have, Ezra, is you see the dead body of Lamar. No. And then you start to see flashes of Cindy in a place that you never have seen, but it feels like the beginning of all creation. And then you watch Cindy with three other people you don't know, and they're watching this thing unfold in front of them and they're watching four different worlds, and in each world, Monty is there covered in a black shroud of darkness. And then you snap back in to consciousness, and so so Charles isn't gonna take harm, they're gonna just get knocked unconscious, but Monty, what do you do in retaliation? Where, where am I, right? Is so the spear you're, through me? Yeah, like, the spear is like in your in, chip, so in I'm, your stomach. I am, I am close to imagine. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna put my hand up right to Imagine's face, and I'm going to do a necromantic blast. Oh, good. That's a that's a that's a twelve. Yeah, that's a natural twelve, and then a plus three weird. Oh, good. Oof. The necromantic is to blast two harm magic close, obvious, loud. Yeah. Necromantic is add life drain. So you're gonna take two harm, and it's gonna negate your angel armor. Okay. Um. So I am officially unstable. And yeah, so you take a giant like blast from him, Ezra. What do you do? Where's the wait? Where's the where's the trident? With that blast, I probably stumbled cool. backwards. Yeah, so you pulled the trident out. So it's out of you. Also, Ezra, you still have the super NES super scope. As much as I should use the cool gun, I think my first reaction would be to to lay on hands on Imagine and try to make sure I'm not the only person in this fight. Well, Charles is just fucking Ooh, dead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I feel like I'm closer to you and I feel like my yeah. immediate reaction would be like, the angel is going to be most helpful in this. Oh uh, yeah. no, that's totally yeah, so go ahead and go lay on hands. 12. Nice. All right. Yeah. What's, what does it do for the, the 12? Uh, so on a 10 plus, I heal two harm or an illness plus they're stabilized. It doesn't give me a, an additional bonus for a 12 plus, but... I like giving criticals for Monster of the Week still, so I'll give you an additional one heal of a harm. Great. So awesome. three harm healed and you're stable. Hell yeah. Right. Imagine, what are you doing? Give Ezra a really big thumbs up and then go and try and stab Monty again. Stab away. That's an 11. All right. So yeah, you stab Monty. Monty, you're going to take another three harm. And imagine as soon as you stab Monty... 
You, you know, you've seen humans get stabbed. You've seen monsters get stabbed. Yeah. Monty doesn't have any blood. Monty's not like looking like when you stab him that he's, he is like physically getting hurt, but he's not wincing from it. Mm. What are you? Uh, I open my mouth to speak and like, it seems like I'm about to talk and you just hear like a scream from like a thousand people come out of me. And then, oh, yeah, oh and then God. my eyes start to like emit like a black, like gaseous vapor. And uh, you can start to see like my form sort of shift, um, like a little bit like, like kind of like some, it looks like, like, a, like a genie is like taking over me, so to speak. And uh, I, it's not my move currently, but that's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what he is looking like. And now Ezra, what is Ezra doing? Yeah, before that transformation is even complete, I think I'm going to step in front of Imagine and pull this gun out and just try to fire off the biggest shot that I possibly can. I don't know how that works. I don't know the mechanics of this gun, but I know that this guy fucking killed my best friend. So give me a weird roll and add plus one. Oh, that's not great. Five. You try to charge up the gun and like you click it and then you go, I don't think it worked as you tilt it down and you blow off another half of the building of mini suits. Oh God. Monty, what are you doing? So I want to summon hellhounds like as many as I can okay. right now. I give um, me a weird check. Wow. All of that, all of that for snake eyes. So you see Monty is now in this weird shrouded uh, form and he starts to try <laughs> to like hold his hands up and, and do another thousand person scream. And then the gaseous form of his body just gets inhaled into what seems like a, a an invisible like portal and then is billowed back out. As imagine, you see Chet taking the biggest vape hit of the Monty smoke, stepping back out onto the roof, looks around and goes, <coughs> Y'all ready to confront a god? And then a beam of light around Charles and Ezra forms once again, like you had seen at the arcade machines. And then the light dissipates, and in front of you, you see Ronathan and Winston. Seasons was created and edited by Joel Ruiz and is a property of the Critical Bits podcast. Narration by Jack David. Opening tracks provided by People Need Goals. Featuring voices of Adam Legrave, Rebecca Parks, David Rodriguez and Beck Shepard. Seasons cast list is as follows. Danielle Bryn, Cole Burkhart, Kyle Klesser, Brian Eamond, Alex Flanagan, Brandon Leon Gambetta, Taylor Johnson, Shelby Lee, Zalavia Nelson Jr., Jack Packard, Renee Rhodes, Eve Smith, Shannon Strucci, Patrick Tracy, Dallas Wheatley, and Aaron Willems. For links to the cast's Twitter, People Need Goals music, and more info on the show, please visit seasonsminiseries.com. Also, please consider supporting Critical Bits on Patreon, so they can continue to bring you more actual play events.